This is Stephen Dominguez of the Science Faction Podcast. My lawyer boyfriend tells me that you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Your attention, please. The Magic Garway Podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lostavica. Come join the Mau Weekend Nation on social media and at magicarway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Listening to the Magic Army podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicarway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have. Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know, the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I am doing great. How you Malikans doing out there? I tell you what, I almost got lost between the intro and this and the sketch here. I'm... I don't know what to say. I tell you what, feeling the creative flow. Eli, we doing fine. Yeah, very good. Very <laughs> good. Eli. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for joining that. Yeah. I tell you what, I got the million dollar idea right here, guys. Yes, I'm you tell do. You what. And we're about we're about to tell you about it too. So you better some jump on the bandwagon and subscribe to his channels because it's about to get big. It's about to get real big. Sorry, I had to bleep. Things it. are blowing I mean, up. I know we got to bleep that <laughs> early, but you know what? It's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah. A nice intro too, man. Well, you woke me up. I, uh, Did I? Yeah. It's like feeling the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I don't want to be too rough, so I just wanted to lay it down on your, your neck. Yeah, because it felt like the hair was standing up like a porcupine kind of was happening right there. So <laughs> It's like porcupine. spine. That's right. Are we going to tell people what we're talking about here? In a second, because I'm about to introduce our next guy. Who's this? Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And talking about million dollar ideas, it's Mr. I know more than your friends. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely travel agent from Magic Mogan's Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's Benja over the chair. It's Mr. Beijing. Chloe himself. Lee, DJ White Cheddar, no Hasselvika. How you doing, Lee? Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Beijing. <laughs> You call me Dr. Jones, doll. <laughs> no time for love, doll. Coming at you live from the pink room today. 
yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it is time for the, down in the pink room. main show tonight. Woo-hoo. Come to the floor. We've got Mr. Beijing Chloe. What? So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so what happens sometimes as we're getting ready to record is that we get involved in a little bit of um, banter, tomfoolery, yeah, hijinks. Yeah. yeah, little you know, things go back and forth. And so, and we're always being creative, so things just happen. Yes. And so, as we're texting Lee and we're asking Lee about uh, coming on the show, he texts us back that he's going to be recording from the pink room. He, he's getting set up <laughs> in the pink room. So, there you go. Uh, but then he, as, as Kevin says, okay, we're, we're online. We're waiting for you to, to, to get, on, you know, get set up and get on. He types in, okay, apparently Skype is Beijing Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Skype is Beijing Chloe. And so we're like, Beijing Chloe, what? And so we hear this and, and Lee then subsequently follows this up, by the way, with ring slow. Being slow. So I guess what he was trying to say is apparently Skype is being slow, but Skype heard. I mean, I'm sorry. But Siri heard. Siri yeah. heard Skype is Beijing Chloe. Skype is Beijing Chloe! Chloe! So before Lee can even get on the line, we've already created the mythology of Beijing <laughs> Chloe. and We'll post a, a picture of it. Show notes, copyright Magic Are We? Or copyright Eli Ivory. Yes. And, well, uh, it's definitely a collaborative effort. It was a collaborative effort. We all came When you up. make those millions and millions... Kevin had a theme song for yes. Beijing Chloe's superhero. Beijing Chloe, which they might hear in the bloopers. Who knows? I, I was have I did have the numbers running when I was singing that. Oh, you were recording all that nonsense? Not all of it, but uh, like I started at like in the middle of the song. Oh, when you realized we had gold, you were like, oh, I got it. Yes. When you realized Marvel's next big thing is Beijing <laughs> Chloe. That's right. Uh, I needed to document it to copyright it so that you heard it here, folks. The birth of Beijing Chloe. The female Indiana Jones. Lee just done pushed her out. Beijing Chloe. Basic Chloe. But no, then we kind of like modeled it off of Lee in a sense because she'll be the first cross-dressing superhero, right? Because we decided that Beijing Chloe would be Lee Lasavica's alter ego who would go out in the streets at night and fight crime. On Bourbon Street. Yes, dressed as a woman. But he's not gay. He's not gay. No, he's completely straight. Uh, But, you know, he has a young daughter and his daughter, you know, doesn't believe there's a lot of powerful female role models out there. And Lee decides to go ahead and show her otherwise by dressing up as a the first female superhero of new orleans trans uh transgender not transgender uh, she doesn't know she's not trying to be the first trans not transgender transvestite transvestite not she's superhero he he just wants to pass off as a girl like if everyone says that beijing chloe is really a transvestite well he's failed in this mission so it's in the planning stages you know where the 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 rough draft is is going to be written i'm sure at some point that we had that was what five minutes yes that was just five minutes but it was a seed that germinated and grew to exponential proportions when you see inspiration take place you must capture it you must reach (laughs) out and grab it by its gonads absolutely and place it gently in your lap and caress it until it grows bigger and bigger Mm, hold it so needless to say, this will be the next big Marvel movie, or at the very least, Lee's next nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Beijing Chloe, coming to a theater near you. Uh, a dollar theater. It's coming to the dollar theater. It's coming to a dollar theater near you. Yeah, so aside from that, guys, uh, we have a great show for you lined up. Uh, we're doing. We're revisiting something. We're opening up a time capsule of sorts, and we're revisiting 
a Magic Our Way podcast show number 20, where we're talking about the five starts and the five stops that we feel the Disney company should be doing. Where are those episodes? Like when you said that you were pulling something from Magic Our Way 20, I'm like, man, he's like, it's like Disney. We're opening the vault. We are opening the vault for a limited time only, <laughs> presenting it to you upon your lap. I, I even looked on our website and it's like, well, shoot, we only go up to like 60 or something. Yeah, that, so I think 60 is when I made that website. And so that's where it starts. But you were there when Beijing Chloe was born. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that counts, guys. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are opening up the time capsule on a show that we had done five years ago. And this was Magic Our Way Podcast, show number 20, two zero, two digits, guys. And back then, if you remember, if you listen to the, uh, you've been listening to us for a while, I know you've heard this show. And if you're newcomers to the show, you probably haven't because iTunes doesn't even have this on their listing anymore. It's not and even on our website. It's not even our website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we started that website long after we had started the podcast. So um, this is one of those rare moments where, you know, we did a show. Uh, entitled the five starts and the five stops that we feel like Disney should do. And if you if you know the, how the show the show's origins, if you listen to show number two hundred, it started out with just me and Danny. Mm-hmm. We were the Magic Away podcast at that time, and over time we slowly added the other two guys, and it, it has become and grown this big hunk of thing that's you are listening to your with your ear hole. Well, until we all retire and count those fat checks from Beijing Chloe royalties. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. When Beijing Chloe comes to town, <laughs> uh, magic our way out. <laughs> Beijing Chloe in. Yes. Get your t-shirts now, guys. It's going to happen. Beijing Chloe, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Up there on the spreadsheet website. Spreadsheet. Spreadshirt website. <laughs> Spreadshirt. Spread eagle. Nope. Spread wide. Spread wide. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so just like I was saying, the five starts and stops. Actually, you know what? Let, let me let, let us explain what was going on. So here we I go. I don't remember anything about this episode. Because so. that's because it was five years ago. Oh, okay. So oh, I, I thought five you said like, years ago. explain what you're about ready to say. And I'm like, I, I haven't heard this. So. I know. So uh, I figure I'd let past us oh. explain it to present us. Oh, this is God. so trippy. Yeah, maybe we should update those jingles, huh? <laughs> All right, so this week in the Hub, we're discussing the five things that we wish Disney would do to improve your overall Walt Disney experience, mm-hmm. and the five things we wish that they would stop doing to improve our overall Disney World experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so back then, this was uh, for Disney World, and we had made the rules that it could be blue sky, but it has to be kind of reasonable. Um, so the way this is going to work is the first half of the show, we're going to listen. We're going to open up that time capsule and listen to the things that we have said. Now, granted, guys, this was five years ago. So do you know what is being said here? Uh, I do only because I had to edit it so I could chop it up for show purposes. A, but none of the other three guys have not heard it yet. Okay. Uh, so I'm the only one that had a chance to hear it. So this would be kind of interesting to see what we were saying five years ago that the Dizzy Company should start. Uh, and and actually for Walt Disney World and what they should stop at Walt Disney World. And of course, later on for this iteration, we, we opened it up to the entire Disney company now that we have four guys. And we're not doing five starts and stops. We're actually doing three starts and stops because if not, we'd be here all night. Gotcha. So we're going to start with a, t- a time capsule, five years old. This is what we were saying back in the day. Are you all ready for number one? Here we go. Starting with the starts. For me, 
Start fixing your transportation. Well, there goes number one on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> well, I, again, it's right here, number one on my list. So, yeah, uh, yeah l- let's hear what uh, Past Me has to say about okay, it. You'll play a little bit of it. A little bit. Here we go. Mine, too. Except, actually, I, I say extend the monorail hours. But that I was going to say extend the monorail. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, too. Yeah. The monorail hours would be helpful. But, I mean, we're, we're thinking we're blue sky here, baby. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, let, I'd like to see them fix their transportation. A little bit more monorail, a couple more stops, and uh, in addition to that, I mean, fix. Anyway, so yeah, so that's basically at number one is transportation. Yeah, we were like way boring back then. Yeah, it was just, it was just <laughs> you and I and the, the Med, Med City. We're, we're trying to be one of those uh, Disney shows. Yeah, we were taking we're ourselves young. very seriously. Yeah, we take yes, 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 yes. I just was gonna say you, you kind of did get your wish. They're getting gondolas now, so they're expanding their transportation. Gondolas? Yeah. Gondolas? Is that how you that's how you pronounce it? I thought it's gondola. Gondolas? Gondola. Granola? Tomato, tomato. It is. Rico. <laughs> that's how we say it in Texas, I guess. Still gotta ride it, baby. <laughs> I've never heard it pronounced that way before. Gondolas. <laughs> gondola. 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 You got to go with your gondolas. What's that serious? Hola, gondola. Would you like some frijoles on your gondola? Excuse me, jefe, but do you know what a gondola is? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Siri, how do you pronounce gondola? Siri, how do you pronounce gondola? Beijing Chloe. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> how do you pronounce gondola? Gondola. Oh, gondola. Ah, gondola. Ah. Technology told you. Siri says gondola. Gondola. <laughs> gondola. Beijing ah. Chloe's gondola, chariot. Gondola, riba, riba. Beijing Chloe's chariot is a gondola. That's funny. <laughs> gondola. How do you, Siri, how you pronounce gondola? Gondola. Soon we'll be making another run. Gondola. And it's just as fun to pronounce. (laughs) Look, I'm hopeful that the gondola system that they're putting in place over there will be a big help. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's not like... It's only servicing one particular it's, area. Yeah, it's, it's only it's like not, two people. Yeah, it's not all over property. That that was actually going to be one of the things that I was going to, you know, when we update the list. Uh, but yeah, I'll get into that when we kind of talk about that. But yeah, no, no, that's uh, transportation is still kind of an issue five years later. I agree. Yeah. All right. So here's the next one we had brought up. Okay. Okay. Um, go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I have uh, one here to add is that um, I'd like to have more live music, man. Back in the parks, you know, even strolling around. I don't know if the parks have gotten too crowded to have these acts in, but, I mean, you know, you still have the janitors and stuff still Mm -hmm. doing their thing, and Mulch, Sweat, and Shears comes out. No, they don't. No. (laughs) (laughs) Mulch, Sweat, and Shears are not there. So it's gotten worse. So it's off-kilter. They're gone. Off-kilter's gone. Uh, uh, Jammiters are still there. Uh, The Main Street Philharmonic are still there. I mean, the the Voices of Liberty, of course, they're there. They're not going away. The, uh, The other vocal group, I mean... Yeah, the, the two vo- yeah the Dapper Dance is still there. The vocal groups that used to open for the Beauty and Beast stage show are no longer there. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 basically, they did not think too highly of your suggestion, man. No, they didn't. Uh, five years later, it's still no, 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 no. But now, by live entertainment, are we also including like you know the shows that they do like oh the guy who climbs the chairs while oh well you know I think for that one I, I mentioned I mentioned music music. Live music. Yeah, but you I, said you music, say, yeah. but you did, then you said live entertainment, so I wanted to make sure we were we were yeah. clear. But I guess back then, I was saying more music, but I'd be open to more live entertainment, so I, I think that'd be a good thing. I'm yeah. big on the live entertainment. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, the guy with the centaur. 
He, he was jamming the time. Oh, that's true in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, in yeah. Asia. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. All right, so next one. Yeah, let's let's fix Future World in mm-hmm. Epcot Center. You know, um, something a little more. Uh, I don't know. Get, just get it. I can't say future themed. I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> I was trying to find grasp at straws and try to figure out a way for them to fix it. We really sound bad, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> 20, yeah, we're, we're only 20 shows in on that point. <laughs> yes. We're very, very green at that point. But yeah, fix Future World. We were wet behind the ears. No, you're We're okay. still saying that. Yeah. Yes, no. Future World is still very much broken. And um, they haven't shown anything yet that says we have a cohesive plan for how how all these how they're going to tie it together tie right, in. exactly yeah. i don't know that the, that they are going to ever do that i proposed something when we did our show i'm not going to go back into all that but i mean mm-hmm. i proposed something but yeah it's 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 kind of a hodgepodge all right so here we go with the next one my one of my starts was to fix the dead spaces and in, in, in the weaker parks right right you know fix uh, wonders of life Sounds dangerous. Yeah, you know the, those those areas where clearly nothing's going on. Right, and take those and 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 try and try and add to them a little bit. I yeah. mean, it, so fix the dead spaces. Have they have they done anything to fix the dead spaces? Well, I mean, they they mission space is still well. Wait, well, no, you wonders of life. wonders of life is still as right. it is five from five years later. Hmm. Um. Haven't added new, any new countries to the World Showcase. No, I haven't done anything with that. There's um, still large areas you walk through. It's just foliage. Um, sounds dangerous area. They oh. made that American Idol, didn't they? Yeah, they and made the American Idol. Okay, so that did something went away. with that. Yeah. But that went away, and now that's... What's that? That's dead again, right? There's nothing in there, as far as I know. I believe so. I, I, I think can't. there's some kind of... I forget. I think there's some kind of meet and greet or something there. Oh, it's probably meet and greet. Now that I remember. It's obviously something that we wouldn't patronize since we can't even think about what the heck it was. Yeah. 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 So there's something. And okay. here comes the next one. All right. Third up on my list is food prices. I, food I would, prices. Yeah, the food prices. You adding or are you subtracting? I, I I would want them to fix what they're what they're uh, charging for food because as it is right now, they're forcing us to do the dining plan, and I'm really tired yeah. of having to do the dining plan. To me, do you see that as like uh, the, just the cost of everything if you were to buy it a la carte kind of deal that they're forcing you to, to get to a dining plan? I think the idea behind a dining plan is that they're pushing stuff on you like they're forcing you to buy a dessert, which I hate. Yeah. The, the old oh. dining plan used to be where you uh, your tip was included, <laughs> right? So you always knew that you were you were tipping every single time that you went. Your appetizer, your appetizer was included. Yeah, your, you had a dessert that was included, and you had an entree that was included. Well, now right. they're taking away the appetizer. Right. They won't even give you the choice between. Look, I don't want the dessert. Right. You have in order to feel well, like it's part you, of it. Yeah. Yeah. In order to feel like you're getting your money's worth, you have to have an app uh, a dessert. That's my deal with the snack option. Yeah. You know, you got to get a snack to make your money's worth. Yeah, so I, I'd, I'd really like to see them go ahead and do that because as it is, uh, the food prices are just so expensive. It forces you kind of to, to go with the dining plan option to really experience a, yeah. a lot of the finer restaurants that they have in the parks, which, right. which is, to me, part of the fun of the experience. And, um, yeah, you always end up paying for some for things that you don't necessarily want where right. – but it, the, the otherwise the option is to to pay a la carte or whatever else yeah to pay pay out of pocket for all the different little things and whatnot which yeah. is what I uh, usually end up doing you mm-hmm. know but granted I, I'm an annual pass holder so I have 
the table is a wonderland. I was card. still an annual pass and, holder uh, back then. I remember the tables in Wonderland card. You pulled that out one time. Did yeah. they still do that? No, that that went way a long time ago. I was yeah. gonna say uh, I haven't heard of it uh, no. in quite some time. That was a neat little discount. Yeah, yeah, I whipped it out once. It was great. Wow. <laughs> so what, what do you think of that? I was gonna say it's, it's actually on my list this time, but it's a little different take on it. But go ahead. No, I was going to say that they certainly have not fixed the pricing of it. In mm-hmm. fact, the pricing's gotten way worse, but they have Sorry. fixed elements of it to where they don't mm-hmm. force you to get the dessert anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. do have it a little bit more open towards appetizer. I mean, you got to understand, when I recorded that, I mean, I'm when I think of the dining plan, I think of the glory days of the dining plan. The original dining plan. Yes, yes the original, yeah. <laughs> where yeah. it was The first time we so went, it, it was like that. Yeah, the first time we went, I don't but I don't believe you got the appetizer and the dessert. For some reason I thought it was either or. Like I, you thought it was both. I think it's I mean, it could both. be. Yeah. It I seems like when I both. went, I remember it being either or. But I think the big thing was the having the, the gratuities included. That yes. was yeah. that's huge. That was big. You know? Yeah, that's big. I mean, not that, you know, eighteen percent is a lot of money, but you know, when when you're talking about a hundred, two hundred dollar meal, yeah. It's gonna add up pretty quick. So Right. Absolutely. And then when you're sitting there with like a bunch of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a, an insanely amount an insane amount of money. And so and plus, they're going to go ahead and include the gratuity now anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. that now you got to pay for it. <laughs> so I guess Disney figured that out pretty quick. Why are we paying for the tip? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the tip. We're paying for the meal. So, yeah. yeah, that was just so worth it. And it made it so. And I guess that's probably part of the reason why I got hooked on trying some of the finer restaurants. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then absolutely. once you realize that these things out there exist, then they start, you know, it's like the first taste is free kind of thing. <laughs> Now they got you hooked, and now you're like, now you want to book these restaurants, and it's like, well, shoot, got to get that dining plan, even though it's Better not the dining, dining plan, plan I want. Yeah. No but options. they have made a lot of adjustments to the dining plan that's made it better. Shoot, they've included alcohol now. That, that's a, that's, that's pretty a, big. That's big. That's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so five years later, we got that, and here comes the next one. All right, so my thing to add is uh, bring back some unique resort merchandise. You know, granted, I know it's more cost feasible to have the same design across all the resorts. And I'm sure that all the listeners have, have heard us talk about this before. Um, how about we'd like to see this kind of thing? But, you know, the, the similar design to the cups, similar design. to. The- so we got that, which kind of goes along with the next point. Yeah. Which I'll go ahead and play because it's, it's similar. Actually, what you touched on there was my one of my stops. Yeah, my one of my stops was stop homogenizing the merchandise. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and and, and we, we've talked about this on previous shows. You more, know? yeah, more resort specific stuff. Um, that might have been our first show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> now that stop, I think about it, stop fitting every character under a brand. Right, right, right. You know, I'm, I'm tired of the princess brand. Uh, you can't like kind of like we were talking about before Quasimodo. Quasi, yeah. like Quasimodo. Kind of like what we were talking about before with Quasimodo. Yeah. You can't, you won't find that character on a T-shirt in right, the right. park. You oh, absolutely. You have a hard enough time finding an Alice T-shirt. Yeah. Or a, um, but yeah, yeah, you have a hard enough time trying to find you know individual characters that aren't that don't fit into either the five main characters right. or a princess, right? Pirate kind of. Uh, Combination. Kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, exactly. yeah, or product line or whatever else. Yeah, and they they do they make so many other good characters that it'd be nice to see them um use a little bit more at least so. have them offered you know it's like you know it, it's that makes sense I like have they that. made any improvements so far in that area mm. on merchandise yeah the only thing i can remember is they may have a couple of things here and there yeah the disney store online has done better mm-hmm. um i was actually able to go to the disney store for my wife's birthday and get her an alice t-shirt which was not something normal right. 
Uh, so uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, you said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was uh, finding an Alice shirt. That was that kind of became like a thing between Anna and I back in the day. Was that whenever we went to Disney World, we always knew they wouldn't have her favorite character, which was Alice, and mine, mm-hmm. which was Dopey. That neither one of us could find a shirt with our favorite characters on. Right. Now you can find an Alice, and you can find a Dopey. It's not really a great shirt, mm-hmm. in, in the but is, there's not a whole lot of selection there to begin with. Right. Um, but the resort-specific stuff, no, you still have the same homogenized crap. <laughs> I mean, you know, you'll have a, an occasional T-shirt or college shirt yeah. uh, there that... They'll have that one little section in all of the entire gift store that they have mm-hmm. of just resort-specific stuff, and that's about it. But I miss my mugs. I miss my resort-specific mugs. Yeah, exactly. You know, long, uh, what, the rapid fill mugs now? Yeah. I mean, I still have my Dixie Landings uh, mug. Do <laughs> you? Yeah, I do. I should bring it one day. I want to see that. Yeah. I'd like to know how much that would go for on eBay. Probably yeah. nothing. But we're probably we're the only ones out there that are like, you know, <laughs> this is Dixie Landings, bro. <laughs> you know about this? But it was so cool because you were like, oh, I can't wait to see what this resort yes. uh, mug is going to look like. How right. are they going to incorporate this theme? And when it stopped, it sucked. Yeah, because back in the day, like every like, you, if you bought a mug like that. Every resort had their own specific design mug. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I'll take a picture of it and post it on our Instagram. Yeah, I would post a picture of our Animal Kingdom Lodge one, but uh, I think it's been washed so many times because it's been used so many times that it's it's just faded. a plain white mug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Totally off topic, but when you said this uh, about uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, I thought you know something that we'll never ever see a Hunchback of Notre Dame Halloween costume. <laughs> In today's uh, politically correct correct climate, no Quasimodo costume. You never see a Quasimodo costume. But you see Disney. like a naughty Esmeralda costume. <laughs> yeah. Hellfire. Speaking of which, Kevin's going to be playing that show. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yep. What is that? Uh, it's going to be not the weekend after Mardi Gras, but it opens up the week after weekend after that. Okay. So like the twenty, the weekend of the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth is when it starts, and it runs for a couple weeks down here in Mattery. The Jefferson Performing Arts Society is performing that. So if you're local and you're going to go see that show, come by the pit because I'll be down there drumming away. I need to go on vacation, man. You can give me some tickets and stuff. That'd be I can cool. get you tickets. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I can hook you up, man. Hook it up, man. Hook it up. Do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. I'll do anything for Beijing, Chloe. Yes. <laughs> But you got to dress up. So. Anything for Selena. <laughs> oh, Selena. Oh, Beijing. Beijing. Oh, Chloe. Anything for Beijing. Clean. Beijing. Yeah. Oh, Beijing so clean. <laughs> um, all right. So here comes our next one. Another of my starts, what I'd like to see them do to, to improve my overall, my fourth, is to reopen the Adventurers Club. I'd really like to see them <laughs> yeah, go ahead and there do you that. Go. <laughs> Again, we're shooting blue sky, folks. Total so blue sky here. We want the Adventurers Club back. I think you're shooting blanks is what you're shooting. I'd like. What's that? I think you're shooting blanks is what you're shooting. I was going to say, wait, Lee's there. Lee's working with us. How do you jump back in time like that, Lee? He George Lucas himself back into the original. It's the Lee prequels. Well, that hasn't happened. No, but that's a and that's a good call too. I mean, that's a that's a cool place, and I think like the closest we've got though is that they've opened the Skipper Cantina, and that uh, has kind of an adventure club's vibe, and they do serve some alcohol there. Mm-hmm. But, but it doesn't have that immersive like theater like experience. No. It does not. You know that a fully immersive theater like experience. And I only think there's one on property at the moment. I mean, can, can you make an argument for Trader Sam's? Maybe, but it's not. 
No, I mean, nah. you're not interacting with adventurers or anything. No, it's it's completely different. You know, it's no, Charlie Sam's is a, is a whole different other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more like comedy shtick. It, it's right, really like, like um. And don't get me wrong, Adventures Club was too, but it's more like um. There's no theme to it. Like uh, it's like a Where's Waldo kind of kind of thing. I'm trying to think kitschy. Of a, <laughs> yeah, kitschy is probably a good way to put it. Kitschy, yeah. Kitschy. I'm saying it doesn't kitchy. have a theme, but it, it kind of does. Kitchy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, what's kitschy? Catchy? No, no kitschy. No. It, kitschy. It, it's like kitschy is Catchy's cousin. Oh, how do you explain it? Kitschy is kind of like it's kind of uh, formulaic. Kitschy's a Beijing Chinese <laughs> 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 sidekick. <laughs> All right, write that perfect. down. Write down. How are you even on it? Kitschy. <laughs> That is absolutely perfect. I like that. Oh, <laughs> Kitschy is considered to be in poor taste because of excessive garnish, garishness or sentimentality. But oh. sometimes appreciated in an ironic or knowing way. Okay. that Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Well, maybe not. Maybe not Kitschy. Maybe that's not exactly. But Kitschy should still be Beijing Chloe's psychic. Yeah. I, wrote, yeah, I wrote that down. I wrote that Beijing down. Beijing Chloe, my psychic Kitschy. Yeah. I mean, the Avengers <laughs> Club was... Was like, hey, you you you're somewhere else. I mean, you go in there, you feel like a big game hunter kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, you're completely, completely immersed. I I because I still remember that. But yeah, well, Trader Sam's was like, well, like you said, things were just kind of all over the place. It's yeah. not bad. It's just you got to look for you know what you're what you're seeing. I mean, you know, if they stick you in one part of the room, you can't really see anything. You know, you kind of have to immerse yourself as opposed to it immersing you. Yeah, pretty that's much. a good way to put it. Pretty that's much. a very good way to put you it. You have to do all the work. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think well, we went. you and your and your waiter or your waitress does they they have a good bit to do with putting you where you are. But the problem is they're running around so much, right? That you don't really get to see them. But like when they come to your table, they help. They add, they add to whatever they help story bring they're in. telling at that time. But yes. then it's like, but it's but the adventurers club was more collective like it was like hey yes. everybody look here hey person at that table you get up person over this table you know what i mean well, it's like but a it's novel like, versus a bunch of short stories mm, oh yeah like an anthology yeah well, one yeah. is sit down have a drink we're going to entertain you and the other one is sit down and be entertained by goofy hijinks yeah look around yeah like we we two shots of rum i mean it's like that kind of thing and, and i'm not saying it's not fun uh, i'm not trying to denigrate it i'm just trying to Break it, break I'm it trying separate. to elevate the, you know, the Adventurous Club. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's a the Adventurous Club. I put it ahead of Trader Sam's for sure, sure. sure. And yeah. you have more room too. Yeah, there's nothing else like that. I mean, but yeah, no, Trader Sam's is the only thing that comes close. And I like Trader Sam's. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying it's a poor substitute for the Adventurous Club. And somewhere, somebody is saying, "What's the Adventurous Club?" Yeah, what are you talking about? <sighs> What's kitschy? That's the sad thing about this is to know that we recorded that five years ago and the Adventures Club was gone back then. Yeah. So it, it's been a while. And so here comes the next one that we had mentioned back then. And finally, my fifth start, holiday overlays. I'd like to see him start doing that. Holiday Hol- overlays? Holiday overlays. Like what they do out in uh, Disneyland? In California, yeah. So like the, the, like the, the haunted mansion, do the overlay of the nightmare before, night before Christmas. Christmas. They and do the, the same s- thing for the small world. They and do the, the space holiday mountain thing. The uh, there you whatever go. Ghost galaxy exactly. overlay. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. You don't see them do that over there. I mean, shoot, we we still have the the country bears. You don't see them do a, a yeah country bear Christmas thing like they used to do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd like them to do a little bit more with the holiday overlays. Well, you know, here's here's a little thing. Uh, maybe you can offer your thoughts on. Uh, I don't think they've done that yet. 
No, they haven't nope. done anything. Definitely not in Walt Disney World, so that's still not happening. And I know the argument behind, hey, we got to shut it down and blah, 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 blah. But I really feel like yeah. we're beyond that at this point in time. There's, <laughs> I mean, really, the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I mean, hell, Toy Story is just a bunch of screens. They can make like an overlay of that. Yeah, I, I got to imagine if you haven't seen Haunted Mansion by now, you just haven't tried that hard. <laughs> uh, you haven't been born. You don't really want it. <laughs> it's been around for a while. I doubt like. I'm sure there might be one family that finally got to go to Disney and okay, fine. Haunted Mansion was closed, but I, uh, it's, it's been around for a long, long time. Um, same with country bears. I mean, would anyone miss country bears if it went down for a month or so? I don't think so. Especially if it came back with an overlay, like a yeah, Christmas show and all sure. that stuff. Absolutely. Same thing with small world. I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, Really? Uh, what is of greater benefit? The, the people that are going to be bring it's going to bring in because they want to see it a second time redone, mm-hmm. or the people who are coming from far and away that are really going to be irked because this is their one chance to see Small World and they missed it. I mean, I, I know when I go over there, there's a good chance I'm going to miss Splash Mountain because it'll be down. Um, that could be with any of the attractions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it, it's That's a bummer. We, but we read it today. Yeah, yeah, it, it uh, is what it Small is. World. Small World was down on our very first trip. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, obs- I saw it the next time. You know, and if I didn't, I mean, uh, there's five thousand YouTube videos. I guess if you really never get to go back, well, that still hasn't happened. And so I think we now we go into our stop. So here comes the first stop. Number one on my stop list: stop making every attraction based upon an established character. <laughs> Some of the best attractions that the the Magic Kingdom has to offer has nothing to do with any character from any movie that they've created. Well, let's see how they're doing with that now. <laughs> yeah. You said that one with vigor, too. Like, you yeah. were like, stop this. Such vigor, in fact, that I have a version of that. Not the exact same thing that I just said, but I, I kind of jotted that down as one of my stops as well. Yeah. Um, let's see what they've done. Pandora? No, that doesn't qualify. Nope. Um, what else have they opened up recently? That that does it. Is it based on a character? Train. I was going to say, just in general, yeah, just in general. Say you Frozen. Open. That's exactly no Frozen. Okay. No, no, no. Um, uh, yeah, Seven Dwarves. No, no. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Tron over Tron, in no, Shanghai. No, no, no. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, nope. no, no. Avatar. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Um, uh, well, well. Uh, Everest? Would you would you say? No, Everest was already open by the time we were doing. But you do yes, this, yeah. Uh, Gondolas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything they've opened that has not been based on some kind of property. No, no. And it is sad because a lot of their the best iconic yeah. attractions are not based. I mean, I, I'll get into this when we do. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay. All right. So here comes the next stop. So I guess I'll, let's see. Tokyo Disney Sea would be the one park that has some of the stuff that's unique to that park in itself as far as character wise and everything now else. you're hitting on number two kevin which is stop building all the really cool stuff overseas <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's my second gripe you know you know was, you know shanghai's got that pretty cool looking version of the pirates of the caribbean yes it does that's kind of neat and of course there's always tokyo disney sea mm-hmm. and they're always getting stuff tron um i don't think they've stopped that no, no, they haven't, but we're starting, like, we're getting Tron over here. Yeah. We're getting Ratatouille over here. Um, so some of these things are starting to make their way over to us. I don't think we're ever going to get anything close to Tokyo Disney Seas, unfortunately. No. Um, well, we're not going to get anything Marvel, so we're not going to get Hong Kong's Iron Man experience. No. For sure, we're not going to get that. 
Oh, unless yeah. unless they put it in California. California, they could. They that that's still out there. That's a that's a very strong point though. I mean, because like I, I would feel jealous. I'm like, wait, I spent this money to go on this ride, but hey, you mean way over here? This is cooler over there, and I can't get there. Well, they seem to, and again, this is this will tie into what I have to say later on. They seem to take chances overseas. Oh yeah, over here they seem to play it very 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 safe. Over there, they seem to be like, let's get, let me get this right. Tron 2.0 failed miserably at the box office. Eh, let's open a Tron cycle. Who cares? It'll be fun. People <laughs> like it. It's crazy. Let's Pe- see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I just heard a story the other day saying that they're thinking about not adding Coco to Mexico. To Mexico, now. yeah. Really? Because it just didn't do the numbers that they were hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's the best Pixar movie y'all have made. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I had not talked to any person in existence that didn't like that movie. Yes, it's their you best know? thing since. Oh my god, I can't, I'm I'm tr- I'm struggling up maybe. I, I I'm trying to think of a good movie. Wally, the Good up. Dinosaur. Oh no, no, the Good Dinosaur. I mean, all the uh, all the sequels of Finding Dory in the in the in the. Toy Story movie. I, I know some people like three. I wasn't a big fan of three. Um, not that I hated it, just yeah. whatever. Uh, but yeah, Cars, all the sequels there. I mean, all these things that they, they still push out and they still make toy lines off of. Mm-hmm. They still, you know, try to resurrect that. But, the, you know, here's a movie in Coco that does very well. Everyone likes it. It fits perfectly the environment. I'm sure it made more money than the Three Caballeros did when it came out. Yes, indeed. And <laughs> you're not thinking about adding that up, adding that to it. I'm, I gotta imagine Coco is going to resonate more with young children, particularly young boys, than what the Three Caballeros do. Families, do. yeah, yeah. It just. Do you think it's uh, when they say it's not, you know, generating money? Do you think it's also not generating? money as far as like souvenirs and uh, merchandise goes maybe the movie itself did okay but for whatever reason the marketing of the the, um the merch is not there well but i mean Hmm. i'm saying do you think that's maybe what they're basing it off of but they didn't really give it a chance if if you're going by that theory i mean movies Uh, like they need like more prepping and you know uh how you say Hype? Yeah, they need more hype, and then you have to wait for stuff to come out on DVD, Blu-ray, and then they have to have a cartoon. Like, if somebody I mean, didn't have a chance like, to see it, there's got to be like a Coco guitar out there somewhere. right? No, my oh, daughter, yeah, my daughter's got one. Yeah, yeah. And then one I mean, of my other daughters got uh, what's his name? Uh, Miguel. Certainly sold a crapload of those. Yeah, but I mean, this isn't the kind of movie that lends itself well to toys, right? Like, mm-hmm. there were toys, and my my daughter and her friends did get a couple of the toys, but it wasn't something where. And they had to have known it when they made it. This is not something where how many kids out there want to play with skeletons? I mean, how many little Tim Burtons are running around out there? Yeah. Although, you know, but, my daughter loves, one of my other daughters has a Miguel stuffed uh, doll. Mm-hmm. And it has like a pull down mask to make him look like a skeleton. She mm-hmm. loves that thing. Oh, that's freaky. It's kind of cool, actually. It is. Yeah. Look, yeah, it's kind of a freaky little uh, movie. It, it, it deals with darker elements. It's not something to where it, it lends itself well to um to action figures but i mean look at something like uh finding dory which lends itself really good to fi- to action figures but it was that a terrible toys. movie yeah and um didn't do near as well but but okay let's say if you think coco would have made a good video game you know what <sighs> i mean it depends on the story hmm 
What, what story like, are you telling? Yeah. I don't know because you have like a choice. A... You got like a guitar hero option. You know, <laughs> yeah. right oh, oh yes, um, that would be Dorito awesome. Muncher. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, like Pac Man, but with Doritos. Yeah, everything's like falling out the sky. <laughs> yeah. Like you got to hurry up and run across a Dorito bridge before you fall through, or somebody buries your picture. Doesn't even look at you. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the Bifrost Bridge. Da, you know, yeah, you know, dodge, dodge, uh, dodge umbrella's shoe. You know, you can have that game, but uh, George Bush will be in it. It'll be good. <laughs> Um, but but and they, oh, Abuela's fighting evil mariachi. Exactly with right. She's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all oh depends my God. on. Could it? Yeah, I think I could see that. But making see, a good but that's video what, game. but that's what I'm saying. Like, so maybe it's just a matter like to Lee's question. If Coco would have been like a video game, because more kids would play a video game than you know kids playing with toys, you know what I mean? Right. So maybe if they had taken that, that might have increased the revenue stream because like video games is huge business, big does, business. Does the haunted mansion lend itself well to toys? No, no, I don't, don't think. Still draws a pretty good crowd, I'd say. Right. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I, I mean, it, it's the only one of its kind. I mean, it has though. its own gift shop now, but his movie didn't do good. Oh, yeah, the movie, right, yeah. Right, so that's a crazy twist. But they based that movie off the attraction. Yeah, well, the attraction was there first. Well, right, of course. I, yeah. I, I know that. I'm just saying that's that, a... That's an honorable mention of mine, by the way. Start getting to work on making that Guillermo del Toro uh, oh, the Haunted, Haunted Mansion, Mansion movie. movie. Yeah. I'd love mm. to see them uh, do that right. Yeah, all right. So, And here comes the next stop, which I think you'll find interesting. Which is going to bring me to my next point. I'm, I'm actually kind of flying through here. Oh, that's cool. Stop talking to James Cameron. <laughs> that's my next point. Of yeah, I don't think that worked out too yeah, well. Yeah, that said that, yeah, yeah, they have a whole land now past Danny. I didn't see that one coming. Five years ago, Danny. Um, they, yeah, Avatar Land is here. Yes. And but they're the, still talking about the sequel movies. Ooh, but the ride is great. That, that sucker was at night. That was in the development for a while. That Avatar Land. Yeah, yeah, it's five years, at least five years. More than five. So they were in talks with James Cameron when this, when yeah, the episode twenty came out. Yeah. It was about two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, where, where really things started picking up with with Avatar, and and they were like, oh my god, this is a new big thing, and anybody with half a brain knew better. <laughs> and here it is. There it is in the parks, guys. Yes. And I wasn't impressed with it then. I mean, I've seen it. it. It's it's nice for what they did with it, but I mean, I'm it's not a game changer mm-hmm. to me. Um, I mean, it wasn't enough to pull me down there. Mm, what? It wasn't enough to pull me down there, but I Same was curious here. enough to see it. You know, you were curious though. Yeah, I was curious, but I wasn't like I remember. See, I remember like they were opening Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember they were opening Rock and Roller Coaster. There was like an anticipation there. It's mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I got to go check that out. You know, and even when they had the different iterations of Tower Terror, I remember thinking, oh, when they, even when they opened Star Tours, I remember when they were doing that. It was like a whole hype. I don't know what, maybe their marketing was strategy was different back then, but it was like a whole hype where there was like anticipation of this attraction coming, you know, and then they had a big reveal on TV when they opened the attraction and they talked about it and people were talking about riding it and stuff. It was, it was cool. Like, I even remember when they opened Splash Mountain. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, Ernest went to Mountain. Splash Mountain. Yeah, Ernest went to Splash Mountain in even the Indiana Jones Adventure mm-hmm. in in uh in in Adventureland out in Disneyland. I remember that whole hype. It was yeah. actually incredible. They actually they had TV specials built around the openings of their different attractions. I mean, it was a whole marketing campaign. Yeah. I mean, granted, this is back before social media, right? And now with social media, everything moves so fast. So you find out about these things much earlier, and so time drags on a little bit. And Disney nowadays they burn you out with anticipation. By the time you actually get the thing that they finally promised you're like eh, 
kind of over it by now. Yeah, I was going to say. I've seen so much of the concept art. I've seen so much of the uh, construction photos. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, You know what? I wasn't that big of an Avatar guy to begin with. And it, it, by the time Avatar Land opened, like, if they could have got Avatar Land open within... Five years of the movie coming out, yeah. maybe? Yeah, or like it was posted. Three years in the movie coming out yeah. it would have been more ideal, I suppose. But uh, yeah, they missed their window, which, again, that, that plays into what I wanted to discuss later. But uh, yeah. yeah, we keep kind of going back that way. Yeah. It's the future and the we past just, colliding, man. It's getting there. We're getting there. We're almost same the same timeline, man. All right, here's the next thing, which uh, will be interesting. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's one of my things. Fix the Yeti. Yeah, fix the Yeti. There you go. <laughs> well, let's see how that went. Yeah. Uh, uh, nope. Still has not been fixed. They tied. Five a, years. Five years and it hasn't been fixed. At least five years. And they even said yeah. at a stockholder meeting, you know, stop asking about the Yeti. We're aware of the Yeti. Um, <laughs> we know it's broken. What you want us to do about it? Fix it. Can't do nothing. Uh, it so, broke. Yeah. It's good. We like that. So I guess nothing much to say upon that because it's uh, it's still there. That's terrible. <laughs> That's still in play. Here goes the next one. All right. So finally, all right. So the, my third would have been then uh, to stop homogenizing the merchandise. We kind of covered that, right? And my last one would have been stop with the interactive cues and the and the role mo- and the role playing games like Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom and Infinity okay, and Verb yeah. and all that. I, I'm not saying that they're bad. It's just that's enough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you spend enough money on on those little games. You spend enough money on giving us uh, an interactive queue within the haunted mansion, Big Thunder. That that's nice and everything like that. Now, now, really fix the bigger stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like that they did it. I'm cool with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with what they did. It, it's just it's enough on that right now. Right. Why don't we move on? Well, later on the discussion, you were saying thing to the argument against the sorcerers things like you know, if, say you're walking down Main Street and you're admiring the windows. But you can't really see the window because somebody's standing there waiting for their spell to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to make a long story short. Yeah. So that is does, true. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Though? I've played Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. I do enjoy that game. It, it is it's fun. a cool yeah, little fun, game. Yeah. But yes, it does get to be a bit annoying when you're trying to get down Main Street and there are people <laughs> standing in line. Yeah. You got to walk around them. Um, but I do enjoy it. But yeah, I think that point still holds up. Where it's I don't think like, they've added anything in new either. Huh? I don't think they've added anything new. What, in terms of an interactive queue? I mean, in terms of role, uh, role-playing games kind of well, stuff. Well, no, they did the, the, the Pirates of the Seven Seas. What was it? They added that one, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's already gone, though, huh? Is it? No. They sailed away. I love that game. I thought it was gone, but I, I could not. be wrong. It's, it's been a while. Lee, you're the travel agent. Is it there? Yes, it's still open. It's still there. You can enjoy it all day long. Well, that's good, man, because, you know, my daughter and I like playing that, and... uh yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that pretty. I, we we. I don't know if we've done sorcerers. You said you've done sorcerers. I've done sorcerers. I had. I, I just haven't seen anybody playing parts of the. Of the you know the why? Because a lot of the seven yeah seas, the seven seas yeah a lot of the things that you have to do are kind of nestled behind things or mm-hmm. on the side where like people aren't normally hanging out. Like right. uh, like I know two of the things. Like I don't know if you know uh, right by between pirates and I guess uh, the the tree. Um, mm-hmm. There's that little alleyway which sometimes a lot of bands will come through if they're doing the parade. Um, but yeah, it nestled in there is like a little nook and you go in there and you, you know, you fire off a cannon and all kind of stuff and all kind of things happen within the tree. It's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I know the, the pirates thing is a little more nestled within that land versus like the sorcerers thing is kind of like out there. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't help but see the, the sort, uh, the sorcerers of the magic kingdom stuff. I mean, they had the, the treasures of the seven seas is probably yeah. a little bit better hidden, I guess. Yeah, it, it, uh, if 
I mean, to your test, uh, to what to what you said, to its testament. I mean, if you couldn't tell it was there, that might be a good thing. Yeah. yeah I no. mean, granted, they did build it after they did the sorcerer's thing, so they may have learned, like, hey, let's nestle it more so it's not so way in the in the way of traffic. Yeah, or you making know? it obvious to where you got to go. Right, 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 right. Exactly. No, so it's kind of cool, and I'm looking forward to trying the midship detective agency, that little version that they have on the boats. You said midship? Midship detective agency. Oh, I yeah. thought you said midrift. Oh, it should mm-hmm. be midrift. I'd be sporting that midrift up and down that dick. Well, watch out. <laughs> Walking around a little belly shirt, shirt tied right. up over your little navel. Watch Dang out, that. Beijing Chloe. Here comes. I don't know what you call me. <laughs> midrift Kevin. <laughs> Mistress Midrift. Mistress Midrift. Just, that's, that's hard to say. Mistress Midrift. Mistress Midrift. Case clue. Here comes Filipino Chino. Filipino <laughs> Chino. Yeah, Filipino Chino. <laughs> Chino and the man. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I got right boy this dad. Yeah, yeah write, that, write that down, man. Filipino Chino. That's her arch enema. It's arch enema. Yes, the That's arch Beijing enema. Chloe's arch enema. <laughs> it's a Filipino Chino. <laughs> a Filipino that wears Chinos. <laughs> Oddly enough. And, and when you get chinos. that enema, you got an arch, too. That's right. Yeah, so the uh, guys, that's basically the time capsule. That's what we had said five years ago back at the Mid-City Studios of the five starts and stops for Walt Disney World. All right, so guys, um, now that we have opened that time capsule and revealed what we had said five years ago. Now, now you heard the bad stuff. Yes, that, you heard that stuff. Uh, we kind of checked in and see what uh, kind of have seen what the Disney company has been doing. Um, we have this new iteration of the Magic Ori podcast, and on show 204, we are going to talk about, not five, but since there's four of us, we're going to do three each. Here we go. So this is, I feel like I need, I should use some music or something. So how about let's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, these are our three starts and stops for 2018. <laughs> All right, so there we go. I'll use that as a bump. That's a hell of a time capsule. You so. like that? <laughs> so, uh, who wants to go for? Who wants to throw it out there? First? What are we starting with? We're starting, we're starting with, with starts. Start with start. Yeah, okay. we, we're, we're gonna, gonna start with start. Looks like we did. We're starting with start. Stop! 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 Start! Start! Stop! Stop! I'll start. Okay. Holla. <laughs> Saying that most of what I've talked about has already been talked about by me in a previous life. By five year past, Danny. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick with fixed transportation. All right. I think fixing transportation is a, is a big deal. Yes, uh, absolutely. I get it. The gondolas are a step in the right direction. But as we discussed previously, that, that only covers a certain stretch of, of area and certain resorts. Yes. You know, if you're, you're stuck on that bus line still and your bus line is being serviced by uh, servicing three or four different resorts or three or four different stops uh, within the resorts itself, um, sometimes more than that, sometimes eight, eight stops in, in, within a resort. That takes a long time. And when you're dealing with a park where you, you're so regimented, Mm-hmm. And Disney has made it to a point where everything is so meticulously planned and there's no flexibility. And if you want to reschedule, you can't reschedule. You can't push something back. You can't say, hey, listen, let me push that fast pass back by about 30 minutes. That is just not an option. So for something that is so rigidly timed, uh, rigidly timed, it, it should be a lot easier to get around property. And you should. And I, minivans is another uh 
accommodation they've made. But I, why am I paying for this? Right, right, <laughs> right. right. I'll, I'll pay for it to get around, but again, that's just one more expenditure yeah. for me that I shouldn't be having to make. Yeah, and if I could piggyback off that, I was actually one of my starts. My, I worded it like this. I said, start considering other forms of mass transit, like a, mm-hmm. and I said, semi-high-speed train <laughs> rail yes. or a more advanced uh, people mover kind of option. Sure. I mean, granted, yeah, okay, so the argument is you build the gondola, Gondolas? I can't say it now. Gondola. Gondola. I want to say gondola. Gondola. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I'm building a gondola. Hey, It's a cannoli. Yeah, yeah. Leave the cannoli. Take the gondola. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool for you. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I could building the gondola. Obviously, a smaller footprint, probably a cheaper footprint than you would if you were laying rails all over property. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, uh, like you said, a, a good storm will knock it out. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah, a good storm may knock out the monorail, but the mon- a train's going to keep chugging. Yes. You know, it, it works in Japan. So I say semi-high speed because you don't really need a high-speed rail because the Disney property is not a, like the width of a country. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> or the breadth of a universe. Uh, but um, anyway, so yeah, I, it's just something like that. Granted, yeah, you got to lay more tracks. It's going to take up more footprint or whatever else. But I mean, Disney can figure out ways to... Uh, be creative with it and, and make it fit within the landscape and you know you're, you're being more green you're going with your whole environmental initiative i mean you're putting minivans in the parks i mean you're burning gas mm-hmm. i mean yeah your truck your, your buses have biofuels diesel fuels and stuff like that or propane buses now but still i mean you're still burning a fuel yes um i don't know how much that offsets with using electricity for the particular trains or something else but i mean it's i mean mass transit has got to be more uh, green than you know having a bunch of buses and a bunch of vans running around property you know sure I would think I I would think as well I mean but, I don't know maybe uh, Mr. Non- Mononymous has the numbers we're <laughs> readily available and he can give that to us <laughs> later in an email or something but mm-hmm. I'd be curious to know what the cost if there's if what they're saying about the monorail is true about how expensive it is I mean a, a rail system has got to be cheaper I mean I, I, I mean God Walt loved trains yes <laughs> yeah so by golly, why don't you just have a train going all over <laughs> property, man? Let's go back to steam. Let's burn some water. Steam. Let's bring the tube stone. That, that doesn't help either as well, far as burning the coal. The fact that still. getting home from your resort sometime can mean, yeah, you have to wait for the next boat. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's a bit of a problem. I mean, I, I remember staying at the Grand Floridian and that, like I could walk there faster, ex- except that. That I can't get across yeah, yeah, the, the canal, canal. Yeah. <laughs> and the you know, boat's small, but it's so. right there. But yeah, then the boats are small, and so they're coming back, and they go for, and, and it just takes forever for them to get back and forth. It's just, it's, but they've got the monorail shut down for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> just, well, they got a reason because the doors didn't close. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And That's then, a whole other thing. And then pieces of it flew out and almost hit a person. All right, go ahead, Lee Eli. Lilai, 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 and Stitch. <laughs> well, no, I actually, I had, I had the uh, Darcy and Hutch update. The, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Turn on Hooch. <laughs> oh, Hooch, yeah. I can always use some beer. Uh, Beijing and Kitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, market it, branding, baby. I, I, look, it's written down. Beijing, now. Chloe, and Kitchy. Dude, I gotta find a local Synergy. artist. But uh, but yeah, I had I had the the monorail too as like a how you say an honorable mention. But I figured y'all would hit that. Actually, we kind of touched on this earlier when we were talking about the the past show. But I would like to expand. Touch on it gently. 
Very gently. <laughs> I'll only use a few fingers. Uh, if you touch it gently, it will expand. I would like to. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Well, you know, they, they, there you go. There's an art to everything. There. <laughs> All right. What? Go ahead. I'm yeah, not, can you please? Uh, okay. <laughs> expand, expand the space of uh, Trader Sam's. Okay. Ah, I, okay. okay. Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, we, we like you said, we kind of touched on it, but it's mainly the thing of every time we've gone, minus that one time where we actually got to sit down in there, it's like, oh, yeah, I'd like to, you know, hang out. But you can't because they're like, sorry, we filled the capacity. You're like, but you only got five people in here. Yeah, <laughs> we're full. Sorry. Here, can't. take this pager and yeah. wait. Yeah. Can't do that. And you got that long hallway. I mean, and, and that's all it is people just stand outside the hallway, either waiting to use the bathroom or go in there. So I would like to have them to start expanding the space. The only problem with that is I'm not sure if you can. Like, where would you expand out into? Mm. Well, they got that. Don't they have the outer dining area or whatever? Or the outer area for Trader Sam's? Yeah, they do have that. Well, could they make it two floors or something? Make it go up floors? instead of out? No, because Ohana's right above it. Yeah. Ohana, You're not going to yeah. shut down Ohana for it. You, yeah. You, the be- best you, I think you could do is you could close in the uh, outdoor seating. Oh, um, that's right. Because yeah. you got that that back part where it rained on us that time, right? But yeah, no, well, you got the bad service yeah. story. Yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, but no, that makes a great point because once it started raining, like even though those tables were covered and certain areas were covered, you were still getting soaked. Yeah. yeah. So by that standard, the half of their capacity was shut down due to rain. That right. is absolutely so if correct. They enclosed it and expanded as Eli would like them to do. Then yeah, you would double their size. I, Get more people, make more money, make more jokes. Just put a slight structure around it. I like that. Because he's right. I mean, you go in there, there's like 16 people in there. It's like, oh my God, we're full. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, really? Like, all I wanted was a mug, damn I, it. I say that when I go to Hana. Oh my God, I'm full. <laughs> uh, okay, so Lee. All right. I've got one that's a, it's a little bit blue sky, but I think it's very doable. Um, I like, do you remember when they had like the year of the, Million, million dreams. dreams or the year of this and the year of that. Um, I'd like to see them kind of go back to that or, or use some of the new technology that we've got now. So we could do. So I'd like to see them do start doing like magical giveaways. Like uh, you remember where you used to, if you go on Tom Sawyer Island, you'd find the paintbrush, and then um, you know you get free fast passes. Right. Yeah. So the bring key that under back. the mat and Muppets. Right. Bring that back, but maybe with using some of the technology in the app. Um, like let's just say for example you're walking past Aloha Isle and then you get an alert on your phone, hey uh Dole Whip, buy one, get one free. Or mm. you're going past uh rock and roller coaster or you get on rock and roller coaster and something dings on your app and it says you know, t- go ahead and free, you know, treat yourself to a free uh portrait of your ride or whatever. And it would just be random mm-hmm. to you know, throughout the day, different it would you might not get anything while you're there, or you know, you might get something, you may not, but it just you never know what you're going to get. It could be small things. It could be something as crazy as, you know, you're having dinner at Ohana and, uh, you know, your waitress walks up to you and says, hey, you know, we noticed that you're a guest so-and-so. Would you guys like to stay at the water at the bungalows tonight? You know, something bungalows. Like <laughs> bungalow. 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 Low, 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 low. low. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. Those, take some of those, like, uh, extra magical moments that they used to have to depend on cast members for. Also, too, that got ruined because of the internet. Um, you know, the whole paintbrush thing got ruined because, you know, 70,000 people tried to get to Tom Sawyer Island first thing in the morning. Um, take some of that out of it take the and, and, and add it to the technology and then just randomize it. And, you know, just a little something extra. And it, hmm. it could be something just a Mickey bar. I mean, Mickey bars go a long way. 
You got that yeah, augmented reality thing, so I mean, you could, if you're lucky, one, you know, the paintbrush would show up in your augmented reality. Oh, that's and cool. And there you go, boom. Yeah. So start giving some magical giveaways. That was mine. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it, that's that's totally doable. I know, think. And he's right because there is a lot of um. That promotion was huge. It was big. It, the mm-hmm. idea that you could go anywhere and that you might just get selected for free fast passes, you might be uh, chosen to stay at the castle, that whole thing was huge. You don't see them doing promotions like that anymore. No. I mean, like... Well, it's almost it, like they feel like, oh, we don't have to. We're full enough. You know, yeah. We've got your business. We don't need to do anything extra. They've gotten very lazy with that. You're absolutely right. And, and not only that, like they used to decorate the castle. You remember that? Like you remember, like they had all the the figures of the castle uh, all over the castle. Like you know where you saw Wendy and Peter Pan flying around the turrets, and you know all the different yeah. figures. Oh, that was so beautiful uh, when they had that big um, mirror in front of the castle yeah. where it would show the different uh, castles around the world. Yeah. That uh, that was cool. Like, yeah, they would do a whole big thing about it. That goes to speak to something that, you know, that I kind of touch on uh, somewhere in here. I, I know I jotted it down. I'm not in sure if list. it's an honorable mention or whatever, but there was a lot of listing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's not as, there used to be when you went to Disney, there was something new to look forward to every year. Yeah. There was some reason to go back. Now it's like, well, just come back. We're Disney. <laughs> you know there's nothing i mean that's true other than like hey we're gonna new toy story land opening up, a new star wars land opening up okay great of course that's that's that makes total sense but all the little things man like the just the you can't i don't know how to say it, little things just little things that make such a big difference in your vacation it makes makes that disney vacation stand out from other vacations you've been on but that whole thing that like you just said, like, hey, come see Toy Story Land, come see Star Wars Land, even that's new because for the longest time we've got nothing new. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, they've just rusted. Like, ever since uh, New Fantasy Land opened, which that wasn't even anything all that spectacular. It was nice and it was good and it added something to it, but it was, it, it's kind of too little, too late. Um, but anyway, I'm, I, we'll, we can get into that a little bit later, yeah. I, I suppose. But I mean, it. it Point being is that they don't give you something new to look forward to every single time you go over there anymore. Well, the t- st- tater tots. Tater tots. <laughs> you get some- yes, but they took away something to give you tater tots. That's the problem. Why can't I have tater tots and the pot roast macaroni? I want it all. Why does it got to be one or the other? Well, shoot, they got rid of the chicken strips and gave you nuggets. <laughs> 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 it comes from the same animal. That's kind of tricky one there. Yeah, they just cut them in half. They just cut the strips in half. Pretty much. All right, so we'll go on our next start. And I guess the Daddy threw out the front. I'll go to the next one. And I'm going to say start developing what you already own. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to combine it. I'm sorry. I, I got to combine it because I kind of did that. So I'm going to say stop buying everything. <laughs> And start developing what you already own. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I mean, you got Indiana Jones, man. Do something with it. You know, develop that, you know. Fix that. Yeah. Leave it in that. Um, Yeah. Any any other property they now own and even the ones that come through with Fox. I mean, let's let's start making that happen, man. Let's see. Let's get some ideas going in there and and do it, you know. I mean, shoot. They redid Jumanji. So, man, I I, I don't know. Would y'all mind a... A, a new Indiana Jones series of movies? 
You know, I, I really do think Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. The any yeah. attempt to go ahead and recast that park that part is going to be few. I, would I be objectionable to them trying it out? No, but like, ask me if I'm care at all about this new Han Solo movie. Oh man, that's been interesting. That I mean, means it's been out on that one. Yeah. Do y'all care? I haven't even heard anything about I'm, it. I'm curious. Well, at least you get Lando. Yeah, well, I'm that's curious. one way, I guess. I want to see it, but there's a lot of press that's going on, and it's like, I don't know, man. I want it to be I want it to be good. I see. I don't care. I don't know if it's going to be. I, yeah, I, I want I, it to be good. I'm sure I'll see it at some point in time when it comes out, but I mean, <sighs> that's like saying, hey, who wants to go see uh, Jack Sparrow starring uh, Tim Roth? <laughs> we got a new uh guy he's gonna be jack sparrow who wants to see the further adventures of, of or just going with younger going younger with the part i mean it they've got a, a feat on their hands as it is when robert Downey jr and them are like hey you know what we've kind of done this for a while we're, we're, we're thank you but we're out we're getting to that point yeah, yeah we're um, getting to that point and then you got to recast all these parts you know what's tricky though danny is that like you, you have that one that one actor that portrays that character really good, but then you have like say the James Bond movies, mm-hmm. but it's like what fifteen, fifteen yeah. James Bond movies, but you have like different actors playing James Bond, and some hit, some don't. Right. So S- some had one movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, I, I mean, so like, like I'm not like I'm a I like Roger Moore, but I'm not a Timothy Dalton Bond guy. Right. You know. So I guess it would depend on how much they want to believe in that character but yeah coming right out the gate it would be tough to beat harrison ford as as indy yeah it's just that again i'm not saying that it couldn't be done but that bar is set very very high oh absolutely absolutely no yeah you know james bond look i'm a i'm a bond fan but the bar fluctuated. Yeah, I mean, Bond, yeah, yeah it, it, it was up, it was down, it was... Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. It, it, and and they, they changed it over so much. Harrison Ford has been Indiana Jones for, what, 30-plus years? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how many different Bonds have we had in 30 years? Yeah, I can't count that <laughs> exactly. high. Exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of a different thing. One's iconic and, and tied into the role. I mean, you know, try... I, if I watch Star Wars Rebels and I hear Darth Vader speak, and I'm not saying that it's a different Darth Vader because I think it was James Earl Jones, but I'm saying if I heard him speak and I could tell that's not the real uh, James Earl Jones doing Darth Vader, it's there's something that throws you. It's still to this day. That why do you think Muppets is having some so much trouble? Because the Muppets don't sound like the Muppets no more. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not the same character. Pasta. Yeah. Pasta. So anyway, I, I'm sorry. I, on a, no, no, we able to answer this question. Yeah. No, I want to go back to your, the broader point you were making too. Is that it's almost like a kid who has too many toys mm-hmm. and doesn't know what to play with. Yeah, yeah, like yeah Disney yeah, has, no, exactly. has so many. Disney has so many properties right now. Something's going to get neglected. You know, it's like it's, it's like it's, it's almost like it's time for a garage sale. <laughs> you know? It might come up to that because you know somebody you, you haven't played with the, yeah. you haven't played with the Muppets in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> Mama's you know? gonna Mama's gonna Mama Dizzy's gonna put it out uh, for sale <laughs> at the next uh, gra- uh, yard sale, or whatever. But you know, like they've been talking about making that Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion movie. We talked about that. That's something that's prime for a remake because mm-hmm. the first one failed so badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, bed knobs and broomsticks. 
Yeah. That's another one that's prime for a remake that I think they could do something with and, and kind of resurrect that one. Uh, there's that John Favreau Magic Kingdom movie that's supposed to come out where the Magic Kingdom... I mean, I thought that was a brilliant idea yeah. that they haven't done anything with. So there, there are existing properties that they can do more with. Are they doing The Lion King as well? Aren't they supposed to be casting yeah. a live action there's version live of that? Version. But, you know, that's a good point that you said that, Eli, because, yeah... I guess they are kind of doing stuff with their. They're remaking all their old stuff, Kevin. Right. So there you go. Yeah. No, they are. So they even did the Parent Trap. They redid that one. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so yeah. So there's mine. There's my next one. Who's all next? Right. I'll, who, who next? Who next? I'll, I'll say this. Okay, kind of going back to what Eli was saying about um, when we were talking about the monorail. Fix your attractions. Yeah. I mean, poor maintenance. Bad show. For years, I mean, you just you go over there. It's just kind of a, an accepted thing that stuff is going to be dusty, stuff is going to be old. Something's gonna, have you actually seen it now? Like, okay, okay, so now you're seeing pieces fly off the monorail. Doors are running while they're open. The Yeti's still broken. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got rides that are constantly breaking down. And then, like over this weekend, have y'all seen all the instances of? Heads popping off of characters oh, in the yeah. middle of the yeah. attraction. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I posted one of those on our Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, it, like it just harkened me back to uh, Dumb and Dumber, where it's like we got no food, we got no jobs, <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, that's how bad maintenance has gotten when when it's it's so bad. That heads are popping off of your tra- of your characters. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. Lights being constantly out uh, on, on the buildings where you can kind of tell it just, uh, it just looks a little sloppy. Paintings a little off. Yes. Um, and this is Walt Disney World. I think Disneyland does a, le- a heck of a lot better job. They do. Yeah. Than than the Wiz- than the Disney World. Disney World. Disney World. The Disney World. Disney Disney World. Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. Like is that because they have more land to cover? I mean, but then you hire the people enough to cover it. I, I hear you. I'm just saying, like that's that's the only thing I, I you can call think up Sherwin Williams and you get those gallons of paint calling all over. So like this head fell off. More it, park, more problems. <laughs> more park, more problems. The more park we keep making up, the more problems we see. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it's it's about time they start taking their main. The fact that the Yeti is still sitting there broken is just a, it's a damn shame. I agree with it's that. It's like we don't care. We just don't care. Y'all are here, right? Y'all standing in line to see it, right? Mm. Yeah. We don't care. Maybe a fast pass. What do you expect? Older attractions that really haven't been updated in forever. Like when you see Peter Pan and the improvements that they've made upon that over Mm -hmm. in Disneyland. Why can't we have some of that? Right. Over here in Disney World. Why can't we see them take attractions that, okay, it's seen better days, either update it and make it prettier or maybe it's just time to put it out of the pasture because uh, it, it's it's kind of getting to be a bit repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, going along with that, uh, actually, for one of my stops, I said stop building new parks and concentrate on the ones you have. Unless you want to build one in Texas, <laughs> then that's okay. Uh, there, you know, there's no doubt that the, the sun will never set on a Disney park. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a campaign thing that they had a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of things like we just mentioned, like quality control things, mm-hmm. maintenance issues, uh, you know, good, bad show issues. I mean, just make it make all your parks a good quality show, mm-hmm. you know, just concentrate on those and make it every day. Do whatever it takes and just stop. You know, my my fear is that they're I don't want them to spread themselves too thin, too thin. to where yeah. they can't maintain a quality control of everything though and that go, kind of goes on my last thing that i said we're about stop buying things and mm-hmm. develop the properties that you have because you know it's like 
Yeah, you have all these toys, but if you don't keep it up, they're just all going to fall apart. So when you mean when you say buying things, you're talking as still as as like buying like buying stocks and buying, buying all these properties, you know, buying yeah. Marvel, like everything, everything. Yeah. like then buying up everything, right? Yeah, because yeah. I've been okay. doing that a lot. Yeah, no, know? I I agree with that. Yeah. I just I I don't want them to spread so thin to where the quality gets. To be lacking, and we have things like doors flying off or heads popping off, you <laughs> right. know, because they're not concentrating on what they have to make it. Uh, but uh, then it goes really back good. to what you just said, though. Hire enough people to, to it, exactly. You know, I think spend in, the money every, every but, time you look around. They're they're cutting costs. Right. But it was tricky too. Is that they're open like every day? I mean, they they have to. Would you say they should take like you know maybe one day or something when it's like, hey, this is maintenance day of the of the week or something? Maybe that makes it easier for them to to catch up on such. Well, things no, I mean they close at night. I mean most nights they're going to be closing like at a, you know if you deal with the Magic Kingdom, they're going to be closing at eight o'clock. Um, yeah. So they, they have all yeah. throughout the nights to go ahead and, and take care of maintenance issues. And when there's really tricky. big maintenance issues, the rides go offline. It's just that they're not doing a good enough job of keeping up with it. That's that's what it is. It's that they're look. I think it's. I don't know that it's an issue of Disney can't do it. I think it's just that it's an issue of what we, we've seen from this company for the longest time, which is that Disney is complacent. They have been complacent in thinking, "Hey, we're Disney." Who's going to compete with us? We've right. got their money. Why do we need to build something new? I mean, it really, when's the last time we've seen a groundbreaking new attraction from Disney? Yeah. I mean, some people try and pass off flights of passage. Look, it's a nice little thing. It's it just building upon existing technology. That's not, that's nothing that I was like, wow, that's next level stuff right there. It's, a, it's not nothing like a, like a ride system like Dinosaur Indiana Jones Adventure has. Right. Which is a completely n- new ride system that they came up with. Yes. 100%. Or even, what's that? Uh, Soren. Yes. The new ride system, so to speak. Oh, the new Soren? Or the revamped Well, just Soren in general was a whole new theater experience, which was totally different, you know? You're still sitting in front of a screen. You're still dipping and dodging as, you know, the screen starts showing you different things. You got you're something still- breathing between your legs. That, <laughs> was awesome. that is new. I will say that. Well, it's That's about it. It's an awesome experience, but it's it's the same old experience. So wait, I don't mean to cut you off, but since it was my turn, I was actually going to say to start making more simulator style rides like the Banshee ride. What'd you say? I was gonna. He wants for, more of that. I want more of that. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I'm done. I want more. I need more. Of that. I, I've seen enough. That was. It was. It was good though. You, you didn't like you flying up and then like the. I'm not saying it wasn't good. Don't don't confuse not being good with not being original. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Uh, look, they're Star Tours, simulator attraction. You dip, you dodge, you duck. Everything's going along around you. You're shaking. Things are happening. Um, soaring, same thing. You're you're. Going up, you're going down. You're not as dramatic. Mission Space, go ride the green version. It's the same thing. You're staring at a t- at a screen while you're whipping around. You're picking up G4. I mean, it's it, it just feels like they took the exact same thing that you would see with Star Tours and and you know and they just and and uh, Mission Space and all that. And they just took the next step with that as opposed to saying no 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 this is something you haven't experienced yet. We're not just going to stick you in front of a TV mm-hmm. and move you around a lot. <laughs> and that is my problem with these simulators i'm tired of the we're gonna stick like i like like the spider-man ride to me the first time i rode that that blew my mind yeah i couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you what was screen what was animatronic what was real what was fake Shoot, I, I couldn't tell what direction i was going exactly in. Yeah. Facing in. Yeah. they had you and that was the last great ride i think i've i've really ridden 
that you thought was original you saying that was original that was like oh my god that blew my mind now i'm not saying that there haven't been better rides made i'm sorry harry potter's way better than that i'm just saying that every ride just builds on what that one did does that make sense no it makes sense sense. i mean it's 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 I don't want to say cheaper way of building, but it kind of what kind of way it is because the, the the system is already existing and yes. you just add elements to it to make it perceivably better. I right. wonder. I wonder if they have like a catalog, like like if if there's like some place that just makes all of this stuff and then Disney just has a catalog of like okay, let's just get you know, well, you know simulated that, style one hundred five five dash three. I mean, they, they have companies that. like Bollinger and Mabiar, which are a big roller coaster company out of Switzerland. They they they've been uh, leasing, uh, not leasing, but um, contracting out a lot of the roller coaster building to the, those companies. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, a lot of the, the a lot of the big major uh, steel roller coasters are Bollinger Mabiard. Hmm. You know, um, and then sense. yeah, and then there's other coaster companies that specialize in the Woodies and you know the wooden roller coasters and stuff. So yeah, from what I remember, I remember us talking about this on the show at one point that yeah, they started contracting those things out instead of doing it in house. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I believe. I want to say Rocket Roller Coaster is a ball and Maviar creation. Hmm. They, they were contracted to became, or it's either them or Vacoma. I don't remember which one. Vacoma is another company too. Vacoma. Vacoma, yeah. She just woke out of Vacoma. Yeah, that's another steel thing. <laughs> Steven Seagal and out of Vacoma. <laughs> it is Vacoma. Out of Vacoma. Lee, Lee, what you got? Continue to find ways to improve the dining plan. I yeah. like what they've done with the two snacks now. You don't, you have two snacks per day, which you can really utilize with some. You know, I mean, you can you can get some decent snacks, um, you know, with your credits. Yeah, they broadened so, the definition yeah. of a snack. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you can you can sub your dessert now for those side dishes if you want to do that. Uh, they just added mobile ordering for uh, people with dining plan. You can order from the app while you're you know before you get in line. So they're doing some things to improve it. I uh, just want to see what else they can do to continue that. Um, you know, it, again, there are going to be cuts. There's going to be things that get taken away, but you know, as long as you can sub it or you know spin it off with something that that, that makes up for it, it's it's probably you know it's it's okay in my book. So just continue to work on the dining plan and see where you can make it better for the guest. All right, I like that. Number three, the third one. What you got, Eli? All right, well, since since Disney's bought Marvel, uh, all in all, I like to see them do something a la uh, Image Comics, meaning. You already know what characters exist in the Marvel Universe, but give uh, more independent creators and independent uh, characters a chance. Make like a, another universe of your own that you can say, okay, we're going to you know, build the next uh, Walking Dead or you know, the next Invincible or something like that. So in other words, you have a new, a new flux of creators and a, and a new flux of, of talent and uh, IPs, you know, intellectual properties that you could use. Because like you said earlier, y'all said it best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Kevin's really feeling that idea. Yeah. So uh, if, like you say, if uh, Robert Downey Jr. and, you know, Chris Evans and all these guys that pretty much reinvented, you know, comics popularity, they said, like, yeah, we're done. Where do you go from here? You got to make something new. I, I think that's that's something I'd like to start seeing them do. And you can put more of that stuff in the parks, you know, uh, have have more more comics out there for the, for your rides, uh, for your attractions, for whatever you want to do. I mean, it does kind of answer the questions like, you know, when the Avengers are done being Avengers, you know, what, who, what's next? And you figure like this, too. OK, so if they're buying, 
you know, they, they have like deals with Netflix and I don't know what Hulu and Fox and, you know, Vacoma and all these people. I mean, that is a chance for you to. Rollercoaster. Yeah. <laughs> that is a chance for you to expand what you do. And, and, and if it hits, now you have another, uh, how you say, it, another reason to say, okay, look, we made this one on our own. We don't have to pay James Cameron or this person, that person. People are still liking the products that we make, and you can go ahead and make whatever you want from that. So I think you keep that in-house. But give some of the new cats a chance. Can't argue that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, Beijing and Chloe might get a shot. Should happen. <laughs> right there at Epcot. Bam. Don't you know? forget Kitsy. Kitsy. Don't forget Kitsy. <laughs> Food and wine and kitsy. Awesome. Lee, what you got? Don't know how much you guys care about this, but it's something I'd personally like to see. Let your travel agents know what's happening in advance, please. Um, There are so many times. (laughs) Can't argue with that either. (laughs) There's so many times where you'll get uh, an email from a client. I got one this week. Hey, Lee, uh, I just got an email saying that my resort's going to be under construction, the one you booked me in. Uh... Let me check on that. And the truth is, there's no construction. It's part of the gondola system, and there's going to be, (laughs) you know, there's a set. There's going to be a section by the bridge going from Art of Animation towards uh, Pop Century, where there's going to be a wall where they're going to do some construction on the gondolas. But you know, he gets an email, and all of a sudden, I look like an ass. Like, why'd you book me in this this uh, resort where there's going to be construction? Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, so better cool. rapport with the travel agents. Well, what if they're Disney? worried that you travel agents have loose lips and will just run your mouths? And well, but that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm glad you said that because this is usually how things go. If anything's going to happen, let's say free dining's coming out. There's a change to the dining plan. There's you know a new type of ticket that's coming out. There's a new event, an after hours event. First thing, the first thing anyone hears about it is a rumor. On Chip and Co. or you know one of these other clickbait sites um, <laughs> like that, and and that's where you hear it first. Then you start hearing it in the you know the little the chat rooms and stuff like that. Then your client gets an email on it, and then about three days later, you get an official email from Disney saying what's going on. Ah. <laughs> you know we're the last ones to know about it, and it's just it's just silly. I mean I understand rumors are rumors, and you know people they're going to do things to get clicks on the website. But you know you should know before your client knows at least. Well, also too, if you're if you're a reputable agency and you're not just wanting to spread rumors around as well, you know, yeah, okay, maybe we think free dining is going to be next week, but we haven't heard anything from Disney officially, so we're not going to throw it on our website, you know, if it's not official Disney news. So let us know, man. Especially you know a platinum agency, we should be the first persons to know. Makes yeah, sense. this is right. We're platinum. <laughs> That's true, though. Like you're, you're, like you're. So as long as the platinum travel agents find uh, out about it, the rest of those schmucks, you're bronze. Leave those plebeians. <laughs> you don't get the news. Plebeian travel agents, we're platinum. You're nothing but yes. clickbait, gondola. <laughs> Kiss the ring. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Kiss my vacoma. <laughs> you ain't nothing but blue. You ain't platinum. You ain't platinum. You ain't nothing. <laughs> You ain't even white gold. Yeah, not you. You white gold. You that fake gold. I'm true platinum. I'm white cheddar. Yeah, the cubic zirconium. Yeah, you see my platinum record on the wall. That's real. All right, Danny. Okay, so yeah, I think you're gonna. Uh, this kind of contradicts what you were saying, Kevin. But I think it's about time that they open a fifth park. 
On Walt oh! Disney World? In Walt Disney World. I think it's about time for them to open a fifth park. If you think about it, the Magic Kingdom opened, what, about 71? Yeah. Epcot came along about 82. 82, mm-hmm. yeah. Hollywood Studios came along about, what, okay, 89? yeah. And then uh, Animal Kingdom, what, uh, 98? 98, yeah. 98. So, I mean, we were averaging about a park every 10 years there about. Ouch. Well, yeah. we're on like a, what? Pretty good drought, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We're about a twenty-year drought for a new park, and I know you know. Look, the, yes, Epcot has problems; they need to be fixed, mm-hmm. and Hollywood Studios has problems; they need to be fixed. But here's the thing: people are still pouring into these parks at numbers that are just exceedingly crazy, and that's the thing. Disney is still gone about the business of making fast passes competitive. Yep. The, the, we can sit here and talk about, you know, trying to make things a little bit more flexible in your Disney vacation, trying to, you know, cut down on the misery because let's face it. I mean, one of the things, and this is going to go into one of my stops when we get to it, is that Disney's one of their biggest problems is they have a habit of making their consumer miserable. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not nobody here that can say that they haven't been at Disney where they're just, they're aching, they're tired, they're walking around, they can't get on anything, um, the kids are whining. I mean, there's not anybody that hasn't experienced that sense of, man, it's almost like we're kind of being phased out a little bit here. You know, we, we can't just, we we don't have the flexibility to come and go as we please anymore because everything has to be regimented because this place is too damn popular. Mm. And because the crowds are so dense and, and you got so many people there, maybe it's about time that Disney starts thinking about opening another park, maybe a, a higher end park. You know, since basically nowadays they like to cater to rich people. Let's just say it like it is. I mean, <laughs> they like to offer things like, you know, exclusively for people who can afford it. If you can afford it, you get, you know, you get private it. VIP yeah. services, you get, you know, bungalows, you get extra fast passes, you get uh, tents in the you middle of the world. You Tomorrowland. get platinum. Yeah. I'm a Seuss. <laughs> exactly. plan. So uh, why not offer an ultra exclusive park that, you know, that they can have that can kind of filter in some traffic over that way. And then look, the people who really wanted to pay for, uh, uh, you know, a more exclusive park where you kind of get to go, come and go as you please and do different things, make it, maybe make it a little bit more immersive of a park. But, um, but do you say, but you say like they add the park so that would raise the prices up for everybody across the board. You just say, look, if you just want to go to. No, I'm saying park. they're raising prices across the board for everyone, no matter what. Right. Like attendance, uh, look, attendance is still ultra high, but it's dipped in 2017. Even with the opening of Adventure, uh, Pandora, uh, Avatar, Avatar Line, yeah, attendance has been dipping. But Disney's still making money because the prices just keep going up. Mm. You know, in other words, it's like we don't have enough to tra- attract the regular public, so we're just going to squeeze these Disney hardcore fans who we know are going to come here year after year, and they're going to want to stay at our hotels, and they're going to eat our food, and so we're just going to squeeze them for every dime that we can get out of them, and I, I see a lot of that going on. That's how I feel about it. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm sure there's somebody out there who tell me I'm wrong, but I mean, it seems to me like little by little, more by more, they are making Disney fans fight among one another, fight for reservation times, fight for... Um, <laughs> 
Loaded a mouse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fight for your fast passes. Amuse us. You know? Are you not entertained? Try for your dining. Go ahead. Get on there. I mean, it's almost like you got to sign a contract when you sign up with Disney to where you know how many days out you got to do this. How many days out you got to do that. How many? T- I mean, your family vacation should not be akin to like a military schedule. <laughs> we have Reveille at seven. We're going to mess hall at... Oh, 800. Yeah, it's it shouldn't be like that. And uh the they're not going to change it. My Magic Plus is here to stay. The Fast Pass Plus is here to stay. You're not going to be able yeah. the days right. of just being They've invested in this technology. They're yeah. not going to just it's not going to go away. Right. The days of just being able to say, "Okay, I'm on a level playing field as anyone else. I walk in the park and I have just as much of a chance of get to getting a Fast Pass on Splash Mountain as anybody else does." Those days are gone. If you didn't get a splash uh, fast pass for Splash Mountain two weeks ago, chances are you're screwed. There used to be a point in time, I felt like, where Disney released more fast passes like the day of. And yeah. like I and and at that point, like I kind of felt like it wasn't so bad. Like there were times where like I didn't get, you know, seven towards mine train or something, but I woke up that day. And if I got up early enough and I looked around, and I kept refreshing the app, I if I looked, I could find things and move things around a lot. There was nothing this past trip. Absolutely mm. nothing. Once it was, it was all gone. Nothing new was released. So once I, it's out there, it's out there. I think that, yeah, I think that it's, um, it, this is going to kind of contradict everything I'm about ready to say about the stops. I probably should have done the stops first for me, then to get to the starts. But it's because I don't think they're going to do anything about it. I think this is the, this is the world we live in now. And the only way to be able to enjoy a Disney vacation these days with lesser crowds is to give us more places be to rich. occupy yeah. or be rich. Yeah. Or be rich. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. <laughs> no, he no, he totally is. I just, I just, I like option two. I, do. I look. I, I used do. to take about two Disney vacations a year. I'm down to one. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I, I'm doing this cruise, but I don't know if I'm make, gonna make it to the parks for the rest of the year. It's just too damn expensive. Mm-hmm. The prices it keep going up, and the draw to come back keeps going. It, it's less and less. I want to say what like about. Mm, what ten years ago it might have been about what twenty five hundred? Yes, maybe to go. Oh, yeah, to go for yeah for mm-hmm. Detroit week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then like and then like this last one was like I want to say it was like forty. I mean, yeah, like yeah, like forty five hundred something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Lee. I take option two to give me the ride where I can just go and there's a whole bunch of cash that flies in my face at the same time and I just have like a big catcher's mitt and as much money as I can grab, I can walk away with And you're covered in tar so it sticks to you. Yeah, they, see, that's genius right there. <laughs> money land. There you go. Not like tar it. and feather, it's tar and money. <laughs> I'll take that. You can oh, tar me up with $20. Mm. A week's vacation, dining plan, deluxe hotel used to run you around $4,000 for a family of three. Yeah. Now, you're looking six to seven easy. One billion dollars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I and, mean, that's a lot. And yeah. by the way, when I said the draw to go back, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always a draw to go back to Disney World. I'm saying what they're offering you in the way of new, inventive uh, experiences yeah. that are really kind of cutting edge. Like, we have... Uh, We've identified the new fad, the the new um, it thing, the new hotness, the new hotness, and this is what y'all want to do. Like the, the let, let's go on, and I'll get. Yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. be like setting a trend. Yeah, right? yeah. I just was gonna go with something real quick because mine ties into Danny's. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, just basically stop finding ways to make people pay for things that should be included. 
Uh, you know, I, I, can I piggyback on that? Because mine, yes. mine says, uh, stop nickeling diming everything. I'm going to piggyback yeah. on. Yeah, All go right. ahead. I'm going to Stop frustrating your guests. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to pay for optimum parade viewing or fireworks viewing. I wrote this right here. Yeah. All this exclusive overpriced being flaunted in our faces that we can't afford. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. Got McDonald's. Yeah, it's on the dining plan, but you can't afford it. But yeah, stop. Why do you want to tick people off? I don't get it. Why is Disney purposely going out of their way to tick off their fans? Because they're that rich, I guess. <laughs> That's the thing. It's the only thing it, it, it comes down to is money at this point in time. It's like, we just care about making a profit. We don't care if you're getting a return on your investment. We don't care if you're going home saying, God, I don't know if I want to do that again. That, that didn't... You know, and that's part of why that the, the original WWE Today podcast broke up. It's because they just got tired of seeing the trend of which Disney was going, which is like, you know, the, the whole money business side of things. It's hard. It yeah. really is hard to... And, and that's... Uh, it's tough. You know, when we talked to, to Matt about that, he, he, he reiterated yeah. what you just said right over there. And our approach has always been, well, yeah, but we're the kind of podcast, we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're going to tell you where we think it sucks. Mm -hmm. But having said that, at the same time, you don't want to be one of those overly negative podcasts where all you're doing is talking about, oh, this sucks, that sucks. It's, but it it gets hard. It gets When you're a left, it, it's, it's like uh, you're systematically having the love of something beaten out of you and by the way <laughs> this only yeah. applies to walt disney world i'm not talking about disneyland i'm sure the people in anaheim are so happy because anaheim my god they just they keep getting it right they change up stuff they put in new things they you know <sighs> well leslie cockrell would say that's just management yeah management training, training management you know you train employees communication everything yeah but Disney World is just so frustrating. It's been frustrating for the past five years where it feels like every single time I go, I get less for my money. The yes, fact Lord. that I spent close to $7,000 to be at Disney World for about six days, seven days with the additional stay over the Polynesian, which has probably pushed it closer to 8000 yeah. and that I could not ride both Rivers of Light, uh, what is it? Not Rivers of Light. Navi River, Journey? Navi River, River Journey? Journey and Flight of Passage because there's a stupid tiering rule. I mean, come on. I think that falls right into stop frustrating your guests, stop nickel and diming your guests, mm -hmm. stop pissing off your guests. Yeah. <laughs> you, why don't you want to make us happy is a better question. <laughs> why don't you love us anymore? What do we do to you? Yeah. Why are you so fat? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, okay, but I wasn't. I how to put this? This wasn't gently. so much about the <laughs> very delicately, very gently. This wasn't so much. I, I read about this uh, a couple of days ago, and so it's not so much about the park. But I didn't know that Disney had their own like neighborhood community. Did yeah. You, yeah. Oh, Golden Oaks. Yeah, Golden Oaks. Yeah. So I was like, holy crap! Like that's pretty cool, like right? Golden Girls, but not. Definitely not. <laughs> but I was like, wow. So, like, you know, you got like a neighborhood and like, the, you know, the characters come by and it's like, man, how about that? Like, you know, deliver you, your milk and your Charles <laughs> chips. Right? Milk man coming by you. Yeah. Yeah. Squirt. 
Le squirt. <laughs> Le squirt. Le leche de hambre. Mm. So I was kind of like, hey, what? Every like, time that cracks me up. <laughs> like, what the hell? I mean, I did. I was like, well, 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 okay, that's cool. Then I read it and it's like, yeah, you want to stay here. You got to pay like $2 million a day or something crazy. Like, no, it's like there are two and a half, three million dollar homes. Yeah, they're two. Yes. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is like, okay, can we do something where I, I can we make it where people could still that had like normal jobs like a working man disney neighborhood yeah because i'm that but it, it's pretty much picking back it off of what you said it's like wow like i really feel like excluded. a disney ghetto yeah well i mean it doesn't have to disney be you know, fifth ward. well yeah. they have that that's where they put the college the collegiate cast members <laughs> oh, the college students yeah the college students i mean it doesn't have to be you know disney section eight or anything but <laughs> that's pretty much what it is like just away and all those places but yeah, i mean yeah. but no but come on really if you have if you work somewhere you you work a normal job. You could afford, let's say, at what, $100,000, $150,000 house. I mean, you're, you're just in there forever. I'm just thinking, hey, can you just make it? Can you make it look like I could have a bite of that apple, too? Can the, can the normal people they have don't a taste want your of bite. That? And they sure don't. They don't want your bite. They're like, bite your ass on down there to broke land. Kick that can down the road, son. But that's, so that's but that's my stop is like, you know, I to, to have that kind of flaunting. Because I was like, wow, your that's cool. Your teeth marks might scare off the rich people. I worry about that. If I could get a bite and get like an extra fifty grand out of it, I'm good with that. So get a bite. I don't want mm. those spinning wheel things in my neighborhood. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Those rims shining. Those rims are shining. Bling. Boom. It does yeah. remind that line from Jurassic Park, though, is what it reminds me of. Whether where it's like you know. And we can charge anything. We can charge uh, oh, hundred yeah. million dollars a day, and it's like, hey, hey, this, these parks aren't meant to cater to the super rich. And it's like, oh no, we'll we'll have a coupon day or something. <laughs> and, yeah, the lawyer. Yeah. Every time you see those little discounts, that you can save twenty five percent off your room. <laughs> There's your coupon day. Yeah. <laughs> Middle class America. There you go. All you saved was a quarter. So yeah, that was uh, that was one of my stops, but. Uh, all right, who's who's got another stop? I just all realized right. I read all my stops. You read, you read all, all your stops? stops? Yeah, as we were doing the starts because they were tied, or I uh, piggybacked on something that was said. Oh, okay. Stops, but I yeah. Can, I can well, still... I piggybacked like like crazy, but yeah. I'll still. I'm, I'm going to reiterate. We were yeah, stacking. I, I guess we, we, were, yeah. we right. were stacking. Well, I already read one, the nickel and dime thing. Okay, yeah, okay. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, uh, my one of my first stops. Stop taking so damn long to build things. <laughs> that is just a major freaking pet peeve of mine. I don't know why it takes them uh, ten years to build like a, a freaking. By the time they get around to doing it, the the what was so cool about that it, it, it's it's cycled out of the public consciousness anymore. It, it, it's now Gungam style. No one gives a damn anymore. It's the cabbage That's patch. Avatar Land is Gungam style to me. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's cool. And now we're going to make a, an attraction based upon it five years beyond the date that you cared about it. You're still excited, right? <laughs> There's no more, hey, sexy lady. I'm sure he's put out a, a sequel album uh, faster than Disney got that Avatar track. Yeah, that's true. Right? But, you know, it just, it seems like Universal is so good at getting these attractions up and going. And, and once they have an idea, it's the, the time between the announcement and and the execution and open and date of it, it's it's not that long. Where with Disney, it it again, they burn you out on your anticipation of it that by the time you actually get it, you're like, I don't even know if I want it anymore. Mm. It's kind of like the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars land at this point in time. 
don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to Star Wars Land. I want to see Star Wars Land. You did. But the more <laughs> shitty Star Wars movies I've got to see, <laughs> the less I'm enthused about Star Wars Land because these new lands are not based upon my existing characters that I love. They're based upon these new things. And it's like, I'm sorry, you're not doing a good enough job of resonating um, these characters with me. So I, I don't know... Um, if by the time they get Star Wars Land up and running, I don't know who's going to care about it. <laughs> uh, no, I think a lot of people are going to care about it. I shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, but a lot of people will care about it. A lot of people will come to see it. But you can see like the, the, the numbers for Star Wars have been falling off. Yeah. The, I'll tell you another one. You remember American Idol? Yeah. yeah. We talked about it earlier. By the time they opened up American Idol, no one gave a about American Idol anymore. Does right. that show? I don't even think it comes on, right? No, it's, it's coming back. Actually, oh, there's enough yeah. singing competition shows. Like it's like that's yeah. Like they're enough. actually bringing it back. That's the thing. When you wait that long to open an attraction, you might as well just wait until the resurgence and the remake and all that <laughs> stuff, and then capitalize on that. I guess because turn it into something else. But yeah, it's like be proactive, man. You know, freaking. Aim like say okay. Listen, we've got a good concept here. We're gonna roll with this, and and, and we're gonna go. It, it's Star Wars. We know we've got something good here. Let's go ahead and roll with this. We'll open it up in phases. We'll do this, and if this doesn't work out, then we won't go with this. But I mean, there is a lot more proactive. Um, there's a lot more of a proactive mentality that I feel like Disney could take when it comes to getting attractions up and ready uh so that way you don't miss out on uh, the anticipation like i didn't think expedition efforts took that long to build like i, th- I felt like I-, I remember going there one year and seeing it finally being built and seeing the girders and ev- and by the next year it was open right you know I, it, and then you know all that goes to um, you know my argument before that is uh, my fear of them spreading themselves too thin that's what i was gonna say where they can't concentrate the energies that they used to have to get things built well and um, in, in a timely manner. And you know what? This is a good point. Now, there's a, it's a theory, though. It's just a theory. Let's say they have like an allocated budget per uh, attraction or, or per, you know, per land. But like you say, if it takes so long to get it done, I'm sure those prices would have inflated. Only like the construction costs would have changed by that point. So it may be just like, oh, man, shoot. We're, we're out of budget again. We, 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 you know, we're over budget. Sorry, got to do it again. Let's take some time to figure out. But I think it going pretty thin. That makes a lot of sense. Like robbing Peter to pay Paul or something. Well, but that's the thing. Is like you're making it sound like they can't walk and chew gum at the same time. It's not the Disney Parks fans' fault that ESPN is a black hole that's hemorrhaging money. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's time for a garage sale. Exactly. Everything must go. Focus on what's working. The parks are working. The fact that y'all aren't taking care of them and upkeeping them and doing what y'all need to do and to make them a pleasurable experience for people anymore, that only means that now you're going to have a sagging, you got ESPN falling in the toilet, and sooner or later that's going to happen to the parks. You're already seeing attendance starting to decline. How much longer before people get tired where the Disney vacation is just too damn stressful? If, if Joe Q public is starting to turn off of this, how long before the hardcore fans start chipping away at it and being like, again, like, like you have to make that choice. Uh, do we go to Disney twice this year and spend that money? Or do we go maybe once and we, we stay off property and we kind of... 
I mean, at what point in time do you start chipping away at your Disney vacation because you're not getting the most bang for your dollar because Disney is not doing a good job of staying ahead of things because they're making too many cuts at places where they need... I mean, they could be fully staffed. They choose not to be. Preach on. Preach yeah. on. All right, who's, who's got another one? Another stop. Stop free dining. <laughs> More dining. Just stop it. Really, like, you're not even fooling anyone anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it used to be that free dining was actually a thing, but now it's like, okay, well, you can have free dining, but you got to get park hoppers. Uh, you can get it, but, but only these dates right here. And, uh, okay, and also now we're going to give you less availability as well. Um, I mean, just do a, a discount in the fall and be done with it. You know, the, it's just, it's getting ridiculous because, like you said, Danny, pissing people off. I mean, you get people that's all they hear is free dining, free dining, free dining. Oh, I got to go during free dining. Oh, my friend said go during free dining. I heard there was free dining. Is that right? Can we get a free dining plan? Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times you tell them, Yes, but it's been more restrictive and, you know, it's not like it used to be. And, you know, you should book what's in your budget. And if you do get the free dining, that's great. Doesn't matter. They just want to hear free dining. It's free dining. It's free. Something is free. I'm a free dining. Free dining. Yeah. It's just, it, they just want to hear the word free. Because you don't hear no, too many words free over there. Yeah, no. But you're paying regular you're paying price rack for rates the for the rooms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and not just that, but I mean, the chance that your actual dates are going to line up with free dining and you're going to get the exact hotel you want and you're going to, it just, it's not like it used to be. So they've nice. been like chipping away at it every year. Just why not this year just get rid of it and just admit that there's really, that you don't really want to do free dining anymore. No, he's absolutely right. Yeah. That, I like that. I tried to go ahead and book during free dining and that was just, it, it was like. Sure, you've got three hotels you can choose from, and none of them you wanted to stay at. Yeah, or you got to stay club level, or you got to do okay. Oh, you yeah. can get you can get Riverside, but you got to stay in the Royal Room, you know, because that's all that's left. It's like, come on, man. They they keep making it more restrictive, less dates, less available rooms. You know, they still get the hype and they still get the advertising dollars from it, but they don't deliver on their end, and so people get pissed off when they don't get it. Any other stops? I got I got one. I you got, got one. one. I got right. one. I've probably said this in the past before. I'm sure I have, but um, stop with this bitter, salty, after-tasting turkey leg <laughs> recipe. Stop that. Preach. I preach. I, I had I'd heard before, and I know I know Dr. Mohukin had told me, but it's like you gotta try it. And the last time we went down there, I, I sought it out and I had it. And I was like, this is not my turkey leg. This is it shouldn't have the only thing to me that should have an aftertaste is beer. Like that's that's how I, I view and toothpaste. That. And, well, oh, like that weird cavity yeah. extra calcium toothpaste thing. But at least you're like, well, you know what? My teeth must be clean because it still tastes like the toothpaste. You know, <laughs> I feel it doing some effective in it, my mouth. Yeah, it must be bubbling like in the commercials when it goes under your gums and stuff. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. at that. My teeth are pearly. It's nice. Very clean. Yeah, no, can't argue with that one. No, no. <laughs> just bring that back. Or like, you know what? If if you're gonna have that weird taste, let's let's get some honey mustard sauce or something with that. <laughs> something else to offset that 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 bitter salty taste. Just yeah, I, I don't even want to try it now. I, just by you describing that, I, but I, I'm curious to see what it the bit what you're saying. But I mean, I don't want to buy one. Yeah, I mean, look, I I bought it and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna fish. And it's not like I. 
got sick or nothing like that, but yeah. it was like, you know how um how you put this? You know, like you have something that's really good. And so like your mind just remembers how it tastes. You know what I mean? Like your mind just like, yeah, I remember that. I was yeah. happy. Like my endorphins just went through the roof. And so then like you get it again and then it's you're like, your brain's like, stop lying to me. This is not what I had. I know exactly what I tasted. Hey, this boy. is not it. <laughs> this is no joke. This ain't no joke. What are you playing with me for? Okay. I'm about to give you that rhythm. This is wrong. This is not what I ate. So any other, any other stops that we haven't mentioned yet? Well, I just have one more. Um, stop the Cold War against Cheeto, uh, Cheerios. <laughs> stop against the Cheerios. Cold War against Cheerios. <laughs> okay. That is true. Kids love Cheerios. I had to actually look this up and do a little research just to make sure they hadn't brought Cheerios back or into the parks. Um, in April 2016 was the most recent I could find. Disney Food Blog says that they don't have Cheerios. But I then I found an uh, article from October 2016 from the mom Disney Moms panel saying that you could get Cheerios. And there was a link that said if you're like a DVC guest, you can order make an order or whatever. <laughs> but then when I clicked it, they didn't have no Cheerios. <laughs> what are Cheerios at? I don't see no Cheerios. They had Pops, they had Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, Raisin Bran. Wow. That all that, but no Cheerios. That's because they're in bed so, with Kellogg's and not General Mills. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, but me and kids, I like Cheerios, man. Honey Nut Cheerios, that's my favorite cereal. And kids like Cheerios. Well, you call up the like, garden grocer, you get Captain Stan, yeah. and he'll bring you some. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of place you got here? You got cereal, but no Cheerios. You got, you know, yeah. you got milk, but no, uh, no Cheerios. We might have to get offers of a weekend on the case, you know, Ooh. do a little re- recon. Bum, bum. Cheerio oh, recon. Yeah, so you can find Cheerios in there. The case of the Cheerios. No, yeah, I I talked about this before, where, where the cast member smuggled us Cheerios one time. Yeah, I do remember that story. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I would have wrote that's to why, Disney to and about. said, y'all had a great cast member, but I was afraid of getting that person fired. And you're like, psh, 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 come over here, come over here. I, I know what you want, I know what you want. You want <laughs> right, right, I got that right in the back of the truck. It's like right black right. market Disney, yes. Yes. Cheerios. <laughs> you want that, right? Look, it's an extra $8, right? This is hard to smuggle. This is Cheerios, man. <laughs> How <laughs> hard this was to pull out, my man Bootsy almost got killed delivering these Cheerios to you. Well, dude, I'm gonna I'm start a black market Cheerios van. I'm gonna drive <laughs> around like... property. I won't call it Cheerios. I'm gonna call it like Cheer and Hose. Cheer and Hose. <laughs> <laughs> Cheer and Hose. Look, man, look, adults have favorite cereals, but we can adapt. Kids don't adapt. No, when they no. get there and there's like, they don't have their Cheerios. They're like, but I, I know I can't eat anything else. Where are my Cheerios? <laughs> That's a, it's a, it's a big deal. It, it, is. it is. I know yeah. Lily was like almost to the point of hysterics uh, when she could not have her Cheerios. We, we always buy Cheerios when we go down there. And we're like, what we'll do you it. mean yeah. there are no Cheerios? And just did not have a clue because who would think? You, it's almost like you have to find that problem to know about that problem. You have to listen to a podcast to discuss it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Were there some exactly. Fruit Loops? No, it's not Cheerios. It is the Breakfast of Champions. I got one last one now. A stop? Yeah. Okay. And it's okay. Um, this one, like you said, Officer Bo, we can. So I was like, okay, this one's, this one's for you. All right. I, I read this again, and I'm like, stop trying to come up with ways to rename Hollywood Studios. Please just ah. focus <laughs> on Hollywood Studios. Well, I'll, 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 let me do a start. Uh, start naming Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah the start. Yeah. <laughs> like here's the well. story verse. Okay, I don't, I don't need 
what don't was need the newest story. thing that they called the they called magic. Yeah, cinematic. You want to know what the cinematic is? Work on Hollywood Studios, okay? That's that's what we need. I don't need Disney Beyond. I don't need Hyperion Park, that Disney man. XL Park. I don't need none of that. Just it's Hollywood Studios. That's what your mama named it. That's what your grandma named it. Leave it alone. Actually, they named it MGM. <laughs> oh, you know, what your grandma named it MGM. Your mama called it MGM. I call it MGM. Yeah, that's what it could. That's what it called it. That's what it called it. Disney you know, MGM Studios. I got an honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, stop pretending you have a plan for Hollywood Studios. <laughs> and start making a plan for Hollywood Studios. <laughs> start have building no idea, it, man. This is like, oh, just throw some Star Wars in there. Oh, just throw this Toy Story in there. Oh, uh, yeah, just get rid of that. Oh, just add a Mickey Mouse thing. Yeah, that's cool. Just do that. Ah, no big deal. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what old Jack Burton says? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we're rolling in honorable mentions. Well, wait, oh, wait, wait. one more. I wanted because I didn't get this as, oh, in, yeah, in, as okay. a, in my ahead. third one, but it was more of a reiteration because we did kind of touch on it. Stop playing it safe. Mm. Okay, yeah. I ha- I I feel like Disney uh they take more bunts these days and they swing for a home run. I think they play it safe. I, I mean, do we really need to get to a point where we have to count every penny of the movie's box office returns, the DVD sales, everything before we get to a point where we can decide whether or not is the concept of this movie good enough to, to base an attraction on? Does that attraction fit in, into a land that we currently uh, have an opening for? Mm-hmm. Or we have a, you know, a property that's kind of underperforming. Again, it kind of harkens me back to Coco. What more did they need in order to go ahead and put Coco into the in, into Mexico? It just doesn't make any sense to me, and it just kind of comes back to the whole idea that they like to play it safe, yeah. Instead of really going for something, just really betting big on something that the, they they have a feeling about and saying, "Oh my, okay, I I'm looking at this movie inside out. I don't know what kind of movie it's going to be, but I know this is a phenomenal idea." And I know this will make a great attraction because we've discussed this on this movie many times before. Some of the best movies make terrible attractions and some of the best attractions make terrible movies. Mm -hmm. And you only need to go look at uh, Dinosaur to know that. You only need to go look at um, the Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy to know that. Tron wasn't a very big movie. Song of the South wasn't exactly a blockbuster. Uh, you can't even watch it anymore. Uh, so uh, you don't necessarily need to count pennies on each and every single one of your movies in order to be able to go ahead and say, you know what? We've got an idea for an attraction. Let's do something like this. Right. And, and try to innovate. Try to come up with a newer ride system. Try to do something that we haven't seen before. It's just been so long since we've gotten something like that. And I, I know you got the guys over there with the talent to do it. I was going to say, I have a little theory. Hmm. Do you think this is, there's no more yin and yang? Whereas before you had Walt, who was the dreamer, mm-hmm. and you had Roy, who was the money man. You know, and Roy would come up with the plans, and I mean, uh, Walt would come up with the plans, and Roy would find a way financially to make it happen. Now there's no more Walt involved. It's all, it's, all it's not Roy, but it's all it's all the money people involved. There's no, they don't trust the creative people to to do what their job is. Yeah, and again, like like you said before, management. You know, they're not managing those people correctly, and that's man, that's a hard thing, man. When you when you're managing creative people, they got they have to have some freedom. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they have to they have to have the freedom to be wrong, and not. 
you know, fear for their job if they are wrong. Well, that's the but that's the tricky part though. If you if you got management that says okay, you're the you're the money guy, I guess here mm-hmm. you go, and it doesn't work. I guess you're like on the hook. So I guess they have to you know have this ability to say, all right, look, we we missed out on this one. We'll try this one, but yeah. You know, that, that might that might scare some of the people up there, you know. There again, though, no, you're never going to hit a home run if you're just playing it safe. If no, you're, you're never right. If you're never swinging for the... Like what Lee was just saying, like, it, I, do I believe that there are some Walt Disney's working over at Walt Disney? Yes, of course, there are. It's just that they're not a lot... You can tell that they're frustrated. You know, I can tell the Imagineers over at Disney are frustrated. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That goddamn spore in the middle of that Pandora. <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't a bored, frustrated <laughs> Imagineer who's saying they won't let me do anything. <laughs> what it, what, I know. I'll come up with this big, huge phallic thing that you got to stroke and it spews stuff everywhere. <laughs> I, let's, they're just going to reject. I don't care. I'll get fired. I, I'm going to make this work. And they, oh, sure. We'll go with that. And that just goes to show that there are people in there with imagination <laughs> who don't care. That's the only explanation that you can give me for why that plan exists. Is that some money man didn't get it. They're like, yeah, that's a very cheap and practical effect. That'll cost us what? You know, a couple hundred dollars? Yeah, go kids for love, it. Kids love getting wet. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. It completely missed. Think of all the hand sanitizer we'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, there. I gotta believe there are still some clever guys, and they're all frustrated because they're so they're handcuffed. Well, maybe this all goes back to what we had said five years ago in a different way, but maybe a little bit more Walt in the company. Uh look, yeah. I yeah, yeah. I think Bob Iger. Uh, you know, look, everyone was uh, running Michael Eisner out, uh, but Michael Eisner had some balls and took some chances and in the beginning a lot of those chances paid off towards the end not so much and then he got gun shy then he wouldn't take any chances yeah that was the thing with Isaac. i mean what a lot of people say is like yeah he swung for the fences like ten thousand times mm-hmm. and maybe one two or three of those were actual home runs yeah you know but he i guess was a walt in a sense that he came up with it. He just kept on coming up with ideas. But those one or two that are home runs are attractions that you still talk about that are must-see attractions to this very day. Name one thing that's open since Bob Iger has uh, has taken over that is going to stand the test of time. Only time will tell. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what he did that will stand the test of time. Magic bands. Those things aren't going away. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the fact that they, they can track you everywhere. Memory yeah, maker. Memory maker's not going away. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, anything that they can track you and your spending habits yeah. and make it easier yeah. to, for you to spend money, that's not going anywhere. That's going to be his legacy. All right. So uh, any more uh, honorable mentions? I want to start giving bananas to anybody that comes in this, the park with a minion shirt. <laughs> All right. Good one. I like that. I like that. Mine was uh, to make the buses the same design <laughs> as far as artwork on the outside. So we have like 10 million different colors. Or like old designs, new designs and stuff. I know it costs a little bit of money, but I mean, come on. Let's make it a little more uniform, huh? Yeah. Build Beastly Kingdom. <laughs> I don't care if you have to expand Animal Kingdom in order to do it. I don't care if that's my fifth gate. And then maybe you enter into a deal with the Dungeons and Dragons folks and you make it a completely immersive park where you role play like Westworld going in there. I don't care. I want Beastly Kingdom in there. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. Get it much. in there. Stick it in there. 
Eli, you got any honorable mentions? Or you? Uh, the, the last one I had for the honorable mention was for it. Just, uh, just make some more Star Wars movies that have less humor, but more story to add to that glory. That's all I'm asking. I, I'd like to stop there. Stop making Star Wars movies. <laughs> 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 Fix what you've already broken. <laughs> Take some time off, then make a Star Wars movie. Work it out. You want them to go back and then like like say oh no 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 I want them to put every ounce of energy that they have into making sure this third Star Wars movie does something to repair the damage that's been done up to this point. The abuse that we had to take. Yes. Oh, I had to go to counseling for the last one. Right. (laughs) Give me something that makes me say, oh man, when. You know, Galaxy's Edge opens up. I can't wait to be there because, you know, I, man, I hope I get to fly with Poe Dameron or something. Give me something to look forward to from these new characters. Mm. Uh, Lee, honorable mentions? Uh, the bananas. The bananas, okay. Mention. Okay, um, I got one. Add more countries with attractions to Epcot. I like that. Thank you very much. Uh, mine is bring the cruise every now and then to New Orleans. Perfectly ah, good port. Ooh. There's a lot of big... The Carnival Dream is here. Royal Caribbean's here. Idea. Norwegian has a big freaking... I don't know if y'all seen that boat on the river with all the tons of colors and, and all that just streaming. It's, it's, it looks insane. It looks like Las Vegas on the Mississippi <laughs> River leaving the port wow. like every weekend. <laughs> Check it out. Seriously, when you're down there, just look and you'll see it. On Friday night, it's the most insanely colored vessel I've ever seen and it's freaking huge. They could bring a dizzy boat. I guarantee you'd make... I mean, they brought it to Galveston. For God's sake, they, they brought it to that port. Bring it to New Orleans. I guarantee you'll get people to f- yeah, come we, out of this we port. We do have some representation in their parks, don't we? Yes, yeah, just, uh, just a little bit. Like, watch, uh, week of Mardi Gras, I guarantee you, half of the population of Louisiana will be there. Yes, <laughs> it is. So, yeah. Uh, bring back John Lasseter. <laughs> <laughs> I know he likes a hug, but... Who doesn't need a hug? Yeah, I mean, if I'm Disney, like, I hire, like, an official huggy. For John Laster. I mean, how much? I don't, yeah, I don't know how much. Hug that one dude. Yes, you, you have a one. Well, our girl. You, you whatever. Get, you get Bailey. Yeah. Get Bailey. Uh, Duffy. Duffy. Whoever's comfortable with being. Uh, yes. And, a like, life size Duffy. A life size. And, and every single time he gets excited, let him hug it. Yeah. So get, get that creation flow. You hug that bear, John. Hug it, it real You good. hug it and you love it. I'm going to love him and rub him and call him George. <laughs> George. <laughs> well, guys. Here is the time capsule. Once again, we have done it in 2018, five years ago from Magic Our Way podcast number 20, in which we, uh, which you heard at the first half of the show. So um, we want to hear from the listeners, from the Weekend Nation. What would be some of your starts? What would be some of your stops? We also would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on the things that we have said on this show. So be sure to get in touch with us, and we're about to tell you how to do that. All right, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. That where is where you will find our contact information, so you can let us know your opinions of what we have talked about and offer up what you want to start and stop. Uh, there you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so through the following issues and email at show at magicourway.com, or you can call or text us at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226. And you can also leave a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. And of course, we have a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. Number one, we have Eli. 
He does things with comics. Eli, tell me what you got going on. Oh, you know the story. It's all about the glory. You can visit www.ivorycomics.com. You go ahead and see uh, blogs, links to Magic Our Way podcast, uh, work that's being done for Project Gation, Savages, and who knows? Maybe I'll just put in a sketch of <laughs> Beijing Chloe. We should do that. Like, if <laughs> listeners want to see Beijing Chloe, they got to go to Eli's website. There you go. There you go. There you go. I might. It's serious. in the process. Copyright Magic Chloe 2018. I mean, like, I was very inspired by by the kind and, and the and the creativity that was pulled on it. That's what indie comics is about. Just making it happen. You got to go to nobody else. Awesome. Come right here. There you go. One stop shop, baby. So Eli, tell them how they can follow you so that, or where they can follow you so they can keep track of the progress of Beijing Chloe. Okay, so. And Kitchy. And Kitchy. Let's <laughs> not forget Kitchy. And, the, 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 and Filipino Chino. Yeah, Filipino Chino. The enema. Uh, uh, so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, so outside of ivorycomics.com, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Eli H. Ivory. Find me there. Uh, Project Geisha has own Facebook page, facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, eivory504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So you never know what's going to pop up. I see you, Ivory Comics Universe, coming at you. Thank you. And if you want to book a vacation to any one of the Disney properties so you can see what we're talking about, you can go ahead and contact Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Give me a call. It's 413-349-8747. That's 413-Beijing-Chloe. B-J-G-C-H-L-O-E. <laughs> you can email me at lee at magicarway.com. As always, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lostavicatravel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And when you do that, we'll get you booked up and hooked up with... No! Chinovica! No, Chinovica! <laughs> and guys, there's a bunch of ways you can support the podcast as a whole. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember that we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And guys, of course, we thank you day in and day out for you listening to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We definitely appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Hour podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Mohicans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Egg rolls. <laughs> Egg rolls. Egg rolls. <laughs> so racist. <laughs> <laughs> I like there's no egg rolls in Beijing, but I was like, I I even Googled like food from Beijing and I was like, I don't even know how to say any of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier being closed minded and racist. <laughs> there's no much food. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. Hey, you know what song, like that. what song is he singing? 
Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. but you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 